On this awesome 28th episode of the Fun Football Podcast, the Fun Football Podcast, Isaac is joined by Med from Shots from the Sideline. He came on the last live episode the week before, I think for episode 24 or 25. Um, we did a deep dive on the NFL here. This was pretty fun. We talked NFC North, obviously our Packers and Bears, but we did fire candidates to the whole NFL. We got a lot of teams. Uh, we did all week 15 recaps. We did week 16 picks. We did MVP odds, a little bit of fantasy football, and some other awesome NFL questions and deep dive on the teams. It was probably the longest episode that we've had, but it was one of my favorites. And I hope you all tune in. And we go. I'm going live on Facebook. So I hope you join. It'll be on my profile. Um, and it's also on Rumble. So follow there, Fun Football Podcast, YouTube, Fun Football Podcast, on X, Fun Football Pod. It's also on Instagram, um, TikTok, not Snapchat, but um, all over Facebook. It has a Facebook page, too. And it's everywhere you get your audio podcasts. So please like, subscribe, follow, any of the above, and share it with your friends. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. There's a surprise double header. I did a second episode with Bill, Just Picks um right afterwards and there will be another one possibly two on friday this week so on the 22nd so i hope you all enjoyed this episode of the fun football podcast and with no further ado here's episode 28 of the fun football podcast And we're here with the next episode of the Fun Football Podcast, episode 28. I am Isaac. Uh, we've got Med here from Shots from the Sideline. We did a non-live episode last week. Uh, Med, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, man. I wish it would warm up a little bit over here on the South Coast, but, you know, it's all gravy, baby. <laughs> What's the temp out there? Oh, God. Uh, well, with some people, like, especially, like, up in Michigan and everything, it's 50 degrees, but you got to think 50 degrees is, like, two degrees for you down here, so, in South Carolina. <laughs> Unreal. Um, the funny thing is, I'm actually from Upper Michigan, like when I was mm -hmm. a kid, so it would be absolutely freezing. Like, I remember we, we used to have so many snow days. Now, the weird thing in Texas is there's like a random week where it gets cold. Like, we had a snowmageddon. We're totally deviating right now. We're talking weather on a football yeah. podcast. <laughs> Welcome to CNN, folks. I'm also going to make sure that I made this public for everybody because last time I made it private, which was genius. So let me make sure really quick that this is um hold on yeah i did the same thing hold on boom there we go now everybody now can see it now we're public <laughs> now we're public look at what? us what nobody's gonna see that beginning i i don't know why it keeps doing that setting on me i think it's a a setting i have on facebook you want to reintroduce then or are you good <laughs> yeah we will reintroduce okay, okay so this is episode i can't believe it 28 of the fun football podcast bill is sick unfortunately i am isaac i'm the host of the fun football podcast i've got uh med My back from, med. from yeah. shots from the sideline he's back we did an episode last week and we had so much fun he's here to do it again what's up man man i'm doing great right now a uh, little chilly down here in south carolina not as cold as other places in the states but 50 degrees for someone that's you know lives near the beach is pretty freaking cold right now so <laughs> that wind chill ain't nothing to play with right now how's everything <laughs> on your side well texas gets cold randomly it's in the 40s mm -hmm. in the morning which is nothing but in late january or late 
February the last, I think, three years in a row now. We've had like a snowmageddon for anybody in any part of Texas, honestly. Yeah. One a few years ago, like it hit all the way down in San Antonio. It was nuts. And we are not prepared for any of that stuff, which is dumb because it happens mm -hmm. every winter. And there's this whole thing with the power grid in Texas because we don't share because we're Texas. So Mine. I'm totally deviating. But um, school, I'm a teacher. We lost, geez, I think the last three years straight now, I've lost at least, I think it was four days of school. Yeah. So it's probably coming, but not yet. It's still like in the 60s. It's so, going to yeah. be like the day after tomorrow, that old movie back in 2000s. Oh, I remember that. I'm a big movie buff. I don't know if I've yeah. actually said that. I, I thought about doing a movie TV podcast. So, But um, yeah, I know that one. I actually did it. <laughs> you'll, you'll laugh at this. I was an entertainment editor uh, oh, cool. in high school and college. Yeah, I almost went for journalism. And I that was one of the first movies I reviewed when I was like a sophomore. When that movie came out, actually, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I but, um, like 2012 better, but you know, it is what it is. No, I didn't know when at first. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of one of my favorite disaster movies. Totally script here. Hey, we got Joe on. Uh, Frozen Tundra Network, man. Hey, what's up, Joe? How you doing? Ned He's was probably a big like fan because of all the stuff in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he is a Bears fan, but he's really cool. So that's why we're doing it again. And Joe, man, if you ever want to join, you are awesome. Uh, heck, okay, if you okay. even want to join today, I'd be I'd be down. I'm just gonna let you know it's not a Packers only podcast. We will talk some Packers and some Bears, but mm -hmm. I I it's I made it football for a reason because I like watching all of the NFL. So uh, all right, man, let's cut it up. Let's go. What was your most shocking loss from week 15. I have a couple of candidates, actually. I know what yours is, and I'm just going to say that mine was actually what? Seattle beating Philly. And a big reason why is okay. because, for one, Seattle didn't have Geno Smith. Drew Locke was the quarterback. And, you know, we already started busting on uh, Philadelphia as it was. They've been kind of, uh, I wouldn't say exposed, but a lot of people are starting to play them to where they're more or less containing Jalen Hurts. And that was with San Francisco, of course, started. Dallas kind of came in, just smashed them the week before. And then, you know, we all kind of wondered what they were going to be able to actually do against Seattle would they be able to rebound from them would they be able to do it and a lot of people because I mean it's Seattle they're not exactly the greatest team you know they're kind of uh my my co-host Seth yeah exactly up and down and you know my co-host my co-host said that he they were kind of his dark horse candidate at the beginning of the season for a Super Bowl chance and of course you know it is what it is uh you know they it looked like they're going to win it and then you know Locke led a very very uh, good last drive down the field, they went. And, you know, it kind of like really sat there and you really started thinking like, okay, you know, what exact, what caused them to lose this time? You know, the Philly defense is supposed to be this all uh, shock and all defense that a lot of teams uh, should really just bow down to, but that's not been the case the last three weeks. They've been kind of been shell shock is what it feels like. Yeah. You know, and it how about actually, it wasn't mine, but the fact that Drew Locke pulled it off and mm -hmm. it wasn't Geno Smith does surprise me. Although I almost actually flipped my pick to Philly. So the only reason it isn't my number one, but I've got a couple 
There's a couple. Mm-hmm. Atlanta losing to Carolina is pretty much is, pretty is a disgrace. Too. Like Arthur Smith needs to just pack up. <laughs> like I don't I don't believe in this guy. I've had some debates on it on some other shows. Um well, Tyler Hinkey's already been uh, named a starter for the next game. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you the state of your franchise. When not that yeah. he's a complete scrub, but when you got when you're resorting to Taylor Hinkey, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's not a good sign. No. But no, I went on an audio only one on X, and uh, they were saying it was a, it was like two or three weeks ago, and we were talking about the NFC South. Something me and you've talked about, and we're going to mm-hmm. get into like firing candidates for head coaches mostly. And I brought up Arthur Smith, and I get their argument. It was NFL rumors. He's he's really tapped into stuff. And mm-hmm. his whole thing was that the Atlanta owner doesn't seem to want to do it, which I can get. But why wouldn't you? Do you really believe in the guy? Like, I'm not seeing it. The 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 well, road Arthur performances Smith? have been abysmal. Yeah. No. Yeah. I do not believe like, in no. the guy. No. I, mean, I don't believe I, in him at all. I think... I think it's not only an Arthur Smith problem. I think you got a quarterback in Desmond Ritter that is not really good for that system. He is a great running quarterback. And when they brought in Marcus Mariota, who walked out on the team last year because they promoted Desmond Ritter, you basically just took an older version of Desmond Ritter. He walked away and then you put the same guy into this into the same offensive scheme. You're not he's not accurate. He you know, he holds on the ball very long. I mean, you know, a lot of people will bust on Justin Fields, but Desmond Redder's doing the same thing, if not worse. Am I? And also the, the home and road thing. He like mm-hmm. he can kind of throw the ball at home, but he yeah. runs more effectively. But uh, it's just been he's been so disappointing. It's just yeah. like how are you riding with this guy? Like I just I don't understand it honestly. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, the, I, I I I don't know how you stick with him. He's not not a starting quarterback in the league and it's really ripping apart the rest of their team because they've got two good running backs they've actually had a solid defense for large parts of the season yeah. you got kyle pitts if you could figure it out you got drake london I, i've already brought up you got robinson and algier like yeah. man it's not hard to figure it out um my shocking loss okay i'm gonna philly i'm really questioning if they're broken but maybe they'll rebound with the loss of the giants pick up some momentum but i i just don't see them as having a snowball's chance. There is one other thing I actually noticed when I was watching the highlights on the Philly game is that sometimes I think that Jalen Hurts' arm strength is kind of overrated because there was a couple plays where he threw the ball and it was behind the run. Took everything to get it out there too. And I mean as an Alabama fan, I wasn't a big fan of his because he, you know, he was more of a run threat, which you see actually shown in the Philadelphia since he's been up there with the Eagles. And, you know, there's that's two picks that Julian Love got by him just severely. That last one was special, right? Wasn't that yeah. that last one was special? Yes. That last the pick at tap, the end. The, t- the tap on the outside. Yeah, that was great. Kept them both but in. Yeah, you nailed it. it. The arm strength isn't there. And I've been, I was, you know, what's funny. I missed mostly, I missed the game. I was doing Frozen Tundra. Mm-hmm. So I watched the highlights today. And I was thinking the same freaking thing. I was like, but I was thinking it before I saw the play. I knew they lost. And I'd heard some chatter on why, but I wanted to watch the highlights. I wish I could have watched more. I watched like 25 minutes of highlights. And I'm like, why haven't they been taking deep shots this year? It's like, does Hurst, can can he not get the ball out there? And then I saw it in the game and I was like, that's why. Yeah, He's got A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. There's no excuse. Goddard being out hurts, but... I, I'm kind of with you, man. It it seems 
Their Goddard defensive problems seem the, their defensive. Yeah, Goddard's good at keeping the safeties honest. So if you got yeah. two guys doing verticals and they're going, trying to throw deep, they're not going to look on Goddard and say, "Okay, I need to cover this guy because he's going to get up first down." By just simply, basically, Travis Kelsey grab the ball, turn around, and run up three yards, first down, and now they can actually ball hawk whenever they need to. I do question Jalen Hurts. You're you're more the college expert than me. I'm going to be doing a ton of research. Um, I actually have got a panel for our mock draft thing. I'm pretty excited. I don't think I'm going to add a fifth. I think it's going to be me and you. I've got a guy called the mock draft guy on Twitter. I'm pretty excited. And uh, Joe from Frozen Tundra. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think we'll do two or three pre-draft episodes. Hertz has the... Oh, Joe's adding some comments. Let me me see what he's got. Hertz has the advantage of an elite team covering his flaws and deficiencies. I agree. He's a a heck of a runner. He's got some elite lower leg strength for a quarterback. You got to give him props. The push-tush the tush-push, whatever how you call it. I I flipped flipped it, man! Dang it. Um, Hold on a second. Audio's being weird. It wouldn't work without him being as strong as he is. You know what I mean? Well, even last year, I mean, like when a lot of people were really talking about Miles Sanders, you know, and the fact that he left, they're like, what are they losing? They really didn't lose anything with Miles Sanders being sent to another team or going into free agency. They actually, in my opinion, upgraded by getting DeAndre Swift. To me, Miles Sanders cashed in on a really good year behind probably the best running line in the league right now. And, you know, they still got game well. They still got weapons. It's just what is going on in Jalen Hurts' mind and if he could actually process, you know, actually, you know, maybe do some more stuff to where, you know, you're running slants, 10-yard slants, and then probably hit one deep. But right now I just I don't see it. It feels like everything's in that 5- to 10-yard range for the most part, and that gets easy to cover after a while. Like that's – Unfortunately, really defensible. Help. And Pete Carroll, even though he's got an undermanned team, he's a smart coach. He's going to, if you make it easy on him, he's going to figure it out. You right. know what I mean? Okay, I got to get to mine. Um, yes, sir. I'm, I'm wondering if Philly's broken. We're going to talk more Philly in a minute. But I am concerned they're they're just, uh, I heard on Bill Simmons. And I think I talked to you about it last night. Mm-hmm. San Fran is going to boat race Philly in the playoffs. Absolutely. I Joe, I actually, so I heard on Bill Simmons, but I've been thinking it all year. Outside of San Fran's three games where Trent Williams and Debo were hurt, and honestly, CMC had, if you saw his arms, he had bruises mm-hmm. all over, but he was still playing. He was banged up. Um, outside of those three games that they lost, and they were all close, and the defense did look suspect, they have looked like by far and away the best team in football. But I'm starting to wonder if this is a case of a season where it's them and then everyone else who's wildly up and down, especially this season, where quarterback play has been pretty dismal. For some reason, I we, we'll have to get into this. I don't know why rushing attacks are so down this year, man. It's, it's like the offenses are going more towards pass. The, and the yeah, they're trying to do the. They're trying to do like little screen passes, five yard mm-hmm. passes to make up for the run. And and trust me, I see him a lot as a Bears fan. <laughs> it really adds a lot when you have an effective running game though like it's a special weapon when you have it yeah and that's what san fran has that frankly mm-hmm. on that level um just pure running back i don't and nobody else has that in the nfl not even close you could like talk me into some teams that have a rush like a quarterback that can scramble but mm-hmm. no one's got a cmc yeah. and um i put up a 
Twitter poll. I don't know if you saw it earlier. I asked people, I'm going to go pull it up right now. It'll be kind of fun to do it. Look at it live. Millie Goats actually just commented on it. He can't make it on the show. He was going to be the other guy that's going to bring on. I'll send you some of his stuff. He's Their show's great. Uh, AK from Millie Goats. I, I put it out. And I knew this was going to happen. I said, okay, people, if you were a 49ers fan, I appreciate their awesomeness. <laughs> Who would you actually pick as MVP of their team? I don't think it should be a quarterback-only award. Me and Pete from Foxborough Fellows talked about this. Yes. I hate the fact that they make it quarterback-only. And I love Purdy. So I threw Purdy up, CMC, Debo, and then I put Bosa on there. Who do you think is winning that poll right now? <laughs> I would hope that it's McCaffrey, but a lot of people right now, uh, according to ESPN, and I was going to tell you this, is that uh, Purdy right now is the main, the, what they see as the favorite to win it this year. Let me actually look at the, yeah, he is on Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to get into it yet, but now the Ron MVP will just, we'll spit. It's fun. We're having fun. You want to talk about your surprise and loss first? <laughs> it's just the way the Cowboys showed up. It's yeah. that they didn't Did they? again when they needed, they didn't, they do this crap where they think that they can ride on talent alone. And it, it feels like the same thing that happens every time a team gets physical with them on the road when they're on the road, punches them in the mouth. And then they have no answer. And I did, I should have started with that for all the, cause I live in Texas. Yeah. I get so tired of hearing about them. It feels like the same thing over and over. I'm mostly disappointed with Dak. That was abysmal. Well, You've got some stuff. What, what's, what stats you got? Oh, dude. So uh, basically what I was going to say is after Dallas has won five straight, basically Superdak found his kryptonite up in Buffalo. And <laughs> when you sit there and you see how many passing yards he had, he only had 134 and he threw an interception. He's still having an MVP season, but if anything, this loss sunk it. And, you know, before this game, they for those, those five games where they won them straight, they scored no less than 33 points a game. So a lot of people looked at them as world beaters. And like you kind of said, you know, they went up to Buffalo and when they, you know, they did it up against San Francisco and, you know, in Philly in the first game, they got punched in the mouth and they folded like a cheap lawn chair in the backyard. And <laughs> it's unreal. Keep it like, going, man. I love it. Keep, it's, yeah, you're cooking. It's just, you know, you, it's, you don't it's have a running game. Really it's disappointing. Dallas has no running game. They have... Tony Pollard, and they got – I do like uh, Rico Doodle. I think he's pretty good. But you don't have that big hope that you had last year with Ezekiel Elliott, even though he only got you three yards of carry. You need five yards, he's going to get you three. And whenever uh, you had that big beast that can actually punch it in, Mike McCarthy was talking about running the ball more this year, and he hasn't. So Yeah, except for against Philly, but I'm everyone's been able to – like I, I was shocked watching – the highlights of that Seattle game because mm-hmm. Walker was just running all over Philly and that's been their strength. And it's kind of seems like everyone's been able to figure out how to snatch Philly's heart right out of their yeah. chest. And Dallas, well, I was impressed when Dallas did that to Philly, but now I'm like, Oh, everyone can do that at Philly because Seattle sucks at running the ball. Like right. <laughs> they're, yeah, worse they're, <laughs> they're worse than Dallas. They're worse than Dallas. Ooh. Okay. Joe, uh, he's got some good stuff. Purdy isn't what he looks like. It's another hurt situation. Perfect situation for the guy that team 
with those weapons covers as well. I do agree. I, I like his accuracy, but the game's early this season. The, the team's weapons covers his flaws. Once Debo went down, you started to see Purdy throwing picks and losing games. Not saying he sucks. I agree. I don't think Purdy's a top five guy, but I think he's a good play. He's perfect for their system, yeah. just like Hertz is. Uh, and when you take any pieces away from the system, it exposes his flaws. So I agree with Joe. I don't think Purdy should be the MVP. I love he's a great player. Well, let me put it this way. He can play great in that system. But I would have sorry, Dak just I, I don't even want to talk about him for MVP after that game. Like right. he needs to slide out of the top five. You can't not show up for a game that big with honestly, now if they'd won it, they'd be the two seed and they needed that because now going on the road, yes, they'll have an easy, well, potentially easy game. The Bucks are starting to get hot. But against the NFC South winner, but the way Dallas plays on the road, I don't know if I trust them to even go in Tampa and win. You would yeah. think so, but they they've laid way too many eggs on the road this year, and you can't do that and be a serious contender. I'm sorry, no, you just can't. Well, I mean, unless San Fran gets hurt and they steal the one seed, that's their only chance. But I mean, we've talked about it before. They got stars on both sides of the ball. You look at uh, Purdy right now. You know, I do. Me personally, I, like I said before, I think McCaffrey is the MVP. I mean, the dude has over mm-hmm. 1,800 yards total scrimmage yards and 20 touchdowns. And Joe did put, bring up a good point with Purdy. I mean, he's got 29 and 7 with 30,797 3, yards, but a good percentage of that went to McCaffrey. He's got seven receiving touchdowns and over 500 receiving yards. Brandon Ayuk is a really good wideout that would probably be a number one on other teams as well. It's just Sam he's got over a thousand yards this year. Yeah. I was shocked when I looked that he's up. I was it. like, Ayuk's got over a thousand. I like him, man. Yeah. If he was on the Packers, he'd be the one, especially yeah. on my team. Well, yeah, I mean, but no, he's right. I mean, Purdy benefits with the fact that they have a very strong running game and can do the play action passes, which is Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheme and that defense i mean come on it's like playing madden oh, on all madden well, okay joe i hope you're still here i gotta make a i gotta make a packer point really quick well, it's not just for the packers when i was on frozen tundra and last night frozen tundra network and i was saying how we don't have i like rashawn gary when alexander's right and healthy he's a good corner he can be beat though, but he's he's actually had some stretches where he's been elite. Just and that's just being subjective. He has. Um, I like Kenny Clark. He's a good player. We don't have anyone on our defense, even Gary, when he's flashing, that plays as good as Bosa, Warner, Greenlaw, Ward, Hargrove. Can I keep going? There's five guys. Huh? Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young has potential. I really like that move. He's, he's been, been he's been fighting the injury bug, but still, I mean, the fact yeah, that you know he's in I almost threw him in too. Yeah. So we don't have any. We don't have any. We talked about on, on my Sunday show. We don't have any horses. I'm sorry. You can blame as much as you want on Barry, the defensive coordinator, and the scheme matters. But the you could put the players in the wrong position at some point, other than against Detroit. The way we rolled over the Packers, it was it it was disappointing that we gave up a historic passer rating in Lambeau to Baker Mayfield. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, Barry sucks, but I'm sorry. Like we don't have any elite players on D if they get, didn't let that happen. Yeah. And they gave up. Uh, it's the players too, man. We don't, like, even if we had LaFlores in here, 
like how good would the defense be? Like even on frozen tundra, he's like, what about top 15? I'm like, you're kind of proving my point that we don't have any elite talent and we need to start stacking it. In my opinion, I mean, I heard a lot of Packers opinions so about the Bears last <laughs> night, <laughs> but uh, you know, one, of, <laughs> one of the things I can say, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but, you know, me and you have talked before and we, we've collaborated before and everything. And you found out that I was a, I'm a coach. I actually coach mm-hmm. football. And one of the things I always taught my players is, is that, you know, at my job as your coach is to teach you your technique and teach you execute, like teach you execution and stuff like that. Get you mentally prepared for that game. As far as actually executing the plays on the field, that is the player's job. My job mm-hmm. is to get you ready. Your job is to finish. And whenever you that's that's where I was at. I was like, you got Jair Alexander yeah. who could potentially be a pro ball player, but that's only when he's healthy. You mm-hmm. do have a possible star in the making with Luca Van Ness, and I wanted Luca Van Ness for our team, but he's not really playing. And then you look no, at Gary's getting up there, which is it. so weird. Why is he not playing? Preston's not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. And Gary's had flashes, but then he disappears for games. Yeah. Coming, he is coming off an ACL, so I got to give him that to even have ten, almost ten sacks. Um, isn't bad. I've liked Kenny Clark, but when our rush defense sucks every year and Kenny Clark is one of the men guys up front, I put a little bit of the blame on him, even though he's been a pro bowler. So, you know, I like the Lucas Van Espec. I really did. Uh, but how much, like, has he, I'd have to actually look at his stats. Has he actually, like, gotten that much run? I really, so, I barely see him whenever, he pl- whenever I watch Packers. I look up stuff on PDF quite a bit. And, I figured you did. Yeah. And uh, right now, your defense is ranked 17th with points, 23rd yeah, but with, yards. with yards. 23rd. Yeah. 23rd. Which... And that's not elite. That's not a brick wall. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, I mean, below average. I'm below pretty average. sure that they're going to have a field day with my Bears like that guy on your show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we get we should do one after that Packer Bear game. That'll be fun. It yeah, may not matter good. for either team because honestly, I don't even really. W- I'm just going to be honest. I don't really want to see my team in the playoffs. I just don't. I, we we've shown potential, yes, but the Chiefs aren't anything special, and Detroit has proven. Yeah, they can flash, but they're not. They're nothing super special in my opinion either. Um. I don't really want to see the Packers in the playoffs. I think they're just going to get destroyed. So uh, Luca Van Ness, and here's a no cap stat for you. Uh, okay. He never started in at uh, Iowa. He never started a single game in his whole collegiate career at Iowa, but he had a lot of potential and limited time so far this season. He has three sacks, 21 solo tackles, seven for a loss. And I mean, that's still, pretty good he's getting to the quarterback and hidden but he's just not getting that much play time and you know that's unfortunately uh a byproduct as as i I will be honest for the coaching a coach should be able to get a player like that on the field more if you're going to a high row i dipped out (laughs) you might have to now by accident i hit end sorry (laughs) (laughs) well joe joe has some packer stuff to say after you're done go ahead your point though uh, but I mean, if he, if really and truthfully you invest a high draft pick, I think he was picked 15th overall for y'all. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, he. Uh, you would think that would they they would try to get him out there a little bit more often, get him more acclimated to the pro game, and you know he he has the measures, he has the 
you know, he can do it. I mean, mm-hmm. he could be a nightmare in the future. But right now, I, as far as that, that's the only thing I can agree on with, you know, as far as blaming anything on coaching. It's funny because I'm like, I obviously want the defensive coordinator gone. That's what everyone's saying. I get that. Mm-hmm. And I think they might have potentially have some elite talent. But what I've seen so far, and yes, it is in Barry's system. I'm just, when I'm watching games and I'm, we've spent all this draft capital, but a lot of it was even before Barry. He's only been in his third season. So you can only put so much of the blame on him. Right. And to me, it looks like we've got like five or six replaceable guys on defense. And I want to be aggressive for once, like we've done in the past. I brought up this point multiple times. I'm kind of repeating myself. I want to go out and get somebody a serious difference maker. Like, what if Joe, I'm trying to remember who the Raiders fan is. It might be Joe. Can't remember. But there's, I think it's Joe. I can't remember. It was somebody I talked to him for the time last night. If Max Crosby, not, I doubt this. This no, would be Max a Crosby dream. It'd be Vegas. a dream. But if there, but there does tend to be those defensive guys that are stars that do get on a crap team that get frustrated. It's been happening frequently, like every couple of years. If that potentially comes up in free agency or in trade, I don't know who the player would be. I'd just like to see it. It's probably more likely in the draft where we trade up and get lucky and land a star. But I'm just tired of our team being conservative with this crap. And that's where I want to see him push forward. Um, Joe said he thinks that they have elite talent on D. They have some elite talent on D. I want to know which players, Joe. But I actually lent some credence to the article I mentioned yesterday. I think the Packers should go to a 4-3 and put Gary's hand in the dirt. It's interesting. That'd be an interesting thought. It'd be a good uh, edge rusher. I mean, he already kind of does it now in the three four, but yeah, I could see that. But I also at the it. same time, the best way to upgrade your pass defense is to get a legit pass rusher. Look at what happened to the Bears. I mean, our defense has steadily improved ever since we got swept from uh, Washington. It really has. There's been some. Uh, y'all didn't have a coordinator change, but there's been some interesting shifts in the middle of the season, and the Bears D mm-hmm. has been playing better. That was a disappointing loss. I'm sorry, man. We haven't had to talk it yet. How, how, you want to hit it really quick? How are you feeling about the Bears game? If a ball hits you in the hands as a receiver in the NFL, <laughs> you're supposed to catch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't get to see it live. I had to watch the highlights. Oh, it was, yeah, it, man, I'm sorry. My brother oh, actually. No, I, was, I was at Chili's. They had uh, Patriots. They had the stupid Giants game, the mm-hmm. Packers game. I, uh, I was at the, actually the hockey game, and my brother texted me and was like, hey, just to let you know, you might not want to watch the highlights to the Washington uh, to the Cleveland uh, Chicago game. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm a Bears fan. I'm disappointed half the time anyway." So, but uh, yeah, you know, it, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just like an all shucks moment. You know, as far mm-hmm. as that's go in regards to the Bears, we have lost three games going into the fourth quarter with a ten point lead this year. That's sad. That's it's just. Been- do you, what do you what do you blame? Is it is it Fields? Is it the coaching? Uh, well, in some parts I do blame Fields because there's a lot of times where he will make the most bonehead decision at the most crucial time. Uh, the first really time we lost to when we lost to Detroit in the first game, it was because of a fumble. If it was if it wasn't a fumble, it's been an interception. If it hasn't been that, I mean, this past game it was a, another toner. And, you know, yeah, he got us back down the field, but also at the same time, the offense coordinator, please get rid of him. 
because <laughs> when you throw, I mean, you were talking about earlier with screen passes can be a very good weapon as a defi- former defensive form uh, as a former defensive coordinator. I can sit here and tell you, I look at a screen pass as a running play, and the only way that they can really be successful if you take shots down the field. You know, you you do twenty yards or more. 10, 15 yards or more, and then open up that chance to actually get the screenplay to work. If you do it 10 to 13 times, as the Bears have done this year, each game, not just one, not that two, but all 15 games, it's not a surprise. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're throwing another screen. I mean, look at that. Is Was that another screen? <laughs> oh, wait, here it comes. Another screenplay. So, I mean, that's that's kind of what the Packers have been doing recently. It's like, ooh, another jet sweep. That's not predictable. Well, I could tell you not to copy our offense because it sucks. Yeah. 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 Our offense, you know what's funny is Love actually didn't have like a statistically bad game, mm-hmm. but, and Joe's going to get sad by this. He Okay. Joe said he's been adding a ton of comments. He's doing good. Uh, Jar. And Campbell, so he's saying Alexander and Campbell are elite. And the funny thing is, I'm not sure if, Ale- if Campbell still is, and Alexander's ticking me off because he's not playing. He said the rest are ranged from good to slightly above average. I am not sure. I, I agree with you to a degree. I'm not sure about Slayton up front. Um, Savage, I don't like him at that safety spot. Um, I don't know, man. And then he said, there just isn't enough talent in Chicago. They need a few more star players. They have a huge opportunity in the draft. I agree with that, too. We went a little off script. We did some more Packers and Bears stuff than I planned, but it's been fun. Well, I mean, I'm also glad that that last night during the Frozen Tundra was saying, you know, if we were to actually draft Marvin uh, Harrison Jr. with the first overall pick, and then, you know, if we really wanted to go the route of land fields, get traded somewhere else, and then picking up, you know, another quarterback or even, you know, something that really solidified defense. I think the defense is actually starting to gel now. It's really the offense that's really the big problem that we have. We do have Cole Command, We do have DJ Moore, but we need another uh, weapon on the outside or possibly even a running back. And that's why, as far as like running backs in the, in the NFL, typically you want to target them in the second round because they don't really have that shelf life that, like they used to. And estimate over That's in, true. in Notre Dame would really be an ideal fit for y'all. And if he was to fall to us because we don't have a second round pick in the third round, I'd love it. I'd be like, I think I won the lottery. <laughs> so that, you know, I agree with you. Like I like DJ Moore, but they could use another receiver. Um, Chase, I'm sorry about the Chase Claypool thing. It just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand why they did that in the beginning with. I didn't like him when he was in Pittsburgh. No, so. he was terrible. As he's done yeah. nothing in Miami, unless I missed it, right? Has no, he, he done anything, anything at all? Hasn't done anything. But give us a fifth round pick for a second round pick. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. They could That's get both, line. Joe says. Realistically, trade down one of your top fives and get a second uh, for your running back pick, which is very possible. I like that. That'd be That'd be interesting, man. But how many, uh, I mean, if you were to actually trade down, just, you know, hypothetically thinking, you know, uh, right now you got the first overall pick uh, right now because of Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then we're f- hovering about the fifth or, you know, sixth pick. How far down would you be willing to trade? Because you're looking at, uh, I do not want Drake May. <laughs> I get oh, you don't want Drake May? 
I do. I, I honestly, honestly wouldn't either. I, I um, wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with it. I really would. Bo Nix is someone I would actually probably say, okay, maybe Bo Nix. Do not like you, uh, Kelly Williams. And I know, like what your boy said last night. You know, as far as the whole, there's just so much that really reads to me. He's kind of on the smallish side, which I like the bigger guys, as uh, you know, because I want them to be able to take a hit. You know, it's kind of like what Carolina's faced with right now. If Bryce Young gets popped one good time, is he going to be able to get up? And, you know, that's just something I really think about. And, you know, uh, if there is someone that wants to trade a first, maybe a second or third pick, which they won't trade both, but just hypothetically thinking, uh, how far down would the Bears be able to go? Because personally, I think if really and truthfully, if they're to let go of Justin Fields, go with Jaden Daniels from uh, – I'd be going Jane Daniels too, just based on the little bit of tape I've seen and everything I've heard recently, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be doing some heavy research on it. Unfortunately, this is where I get burned not watching college football, but you know, I do have wow. a wife and I already take a lot of time doing this. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I pick my battles. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you there. <laughs> um, okay, man, we've done MVP. We've done, I, I'm just going to finish the cowboy thought really quick. Go ahead. Why? Why do they suck so bad on the road? Why can't they figure this out? They have they so we talked about San Fran's talent. They mm-hmm. also have one of the best offensive lines in football. They mm-hmm. have Debo, who's one of the most unique weapons in NFL history. There's hasn't mm-hmm. been too many guys like him. I heard a Darren Sproles comparison. I like it, but mm-hmm. honestly, Debo Debo's even bigger. He's six feet. Sproles was like five seven. So it's a decent comparison, though. Um, Joe had a comment on the draft thing. We'll get to in a second, but. They have Debo, one of my favorite players when he's balling. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, obviously. Um, you have Ayuk. You've got Kittle. You've got the best left tackle in football, probably one of the best. You've got a mm-hmm. st- stupidly good offensive line. And I think Joe's right. Pretty benefits from it all. But at least he contributes to that system. And when it's all flowing, it's special. Philly, something's weird because no one's hurt other than Goddard. And that has just been killing them. Like, I'm starting to wonder... Like they have not looked the same since he went down. So mm. we talked it earlier, but it's just, well, I guess th- for me, it's just Dallas because the way they rolled over, at least Philly played a game, even though it was a disappointing game. Mm-hmm. Dallas didn't play a game. Dallas no. didn't show up. Dak didn't show up. The defense looked, um, they looked, man, I've got, I've got, I've got cook in fantasy this week. I wish I almost wish I'd played last week because mm-hmm. that was special. They since they fired Dorsey, we talked this. Have you noticed the shift in Buffalo? Oh yes. Yeah. It's no. they're starting to scare me as a dark horse to challenge Baltimore for the AFC because I don't see it with KC. It's possible. I mean, their defense I, likely, has definitely but, increased their intensity, and that's a big well, thing. And how many yeah. starts they lose, and all those guys now have gotten more run and gotten more fluid in that system. But they lost Milano for the year. Um, I'd have to look it up. I think they've lost so five starters. They're, yeah, they're white down corner. Um, Von Miller's been a shell mm-hmm. um, for the most part, but they lost two or three other starters. I can't remember who the other ones are off the top of my head. But um, okay, Joe, let's get to his comment. Depends if you're wanting a quarterback. I would trade down two spots and pick up a boatload of picks. If you're not going to go quarterback with the first overall, like if you're willing to tra- wait for Knicks, you could trade down to low teens, pick up a first next year and a second this year. 
that's a, I, I can agree with that. And that's, one of the things that's that I point. said is uh, as far as New England goes, you know, you could trade down that one spot and get that first pick, possibly get Marvin Harrison Jr. if he comes out. If he does not, you could trade down a little bit further down if you wanted to. You'd still have a chance of Jaden Daniels just hypothetically saying if they were to move on from fields and get someone like Roma Dunsey over in Washington. I was just about and to ask you if you'd go for that. I think I would go pick, for that too. What do you think? What pick do you think he'll go? Probably like seven or eight. He's going in the top ten at least. I would say right now, uh, you're looking at Arizona. They probably need a receiver. Uh, Washington, uh, New York, you know, they need a quarterback, but they need a receiver too. I mean, they got Darren Waller. That's who's interested. Checking out. So Caleb Williams, I'm just looking at one. Drake May, Harrison at three. Latham tackle from Bama. Latou from UCLA at five to Chicago. Jaden Daniels, six. This is just one. I'm just looking to see. This this thing must be messed up. They got neighbors at number eight Mm -hmm. on a mock draft site. Where? Oh. How far down is Adunze? Dang, man. He's not even... I'm down to 12 and I don't see him yet. I'm on WalterFootball.com. It's just... Mm. I'm going to be... I'm gonna, Honestly, I'm not the, the draft guy to talk to, but <laughs> I'm not seeing him. I'm down at 16. He's not even on there. That's I've heard all about him, too. I'm surprised he's yeah. not on that list. Yeah. No, uh, Rama Adunze has been the number one uh, target for... Uh, MPJ over there in Washington. I mean, they got other uh, receivers like Trey Franklin from uh, Oregon. I mean, he's been a really good dog, but he's not. They, he, there's a really big thing about his size. He has kind of like that DJ Moore mold, but I mean, size don't really matter. It's you know, some people say it's hard, but it's, it's you can't coach speed. There's no, that. and so. to me, just from what I've seen from Harrison, I haven't done a bunch of research on the other ones, but he definitely looks like. Just an elite, just a ridiculous talent that you don't want to pass up on. Like, whatever team gets him, unless he gets injured, I think you've got a, a cornerstone. You've got a pro bowler parentally. Like, and I know they said in Frozen Tundra that doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Like, it's not the the fact that you, you're the pro bowl game doesn't matter. It's the accolade of being one of the best players at your position um, and being a difference maker. That's why I like using the pro bowl thing. Or even if you could say all pro. Joe. Thanks, man. Uh, we're going to get into our picks. If you want to check out the whole thing later, I'll, I'll send it to you. It'll be on YouTube, okay? Thanks, if you want to join sometime, that'd be fun, man. Okay. All right, let me look at my other topics, and then I think we're going to... I think Let's save the fire candidates for later. We kind of already talked that a little bit. All right, mm-hmm. man. You have any other Week 15 thoughts before we do some Week 16 uh, rundown, previews? It's actually I mean, one of my, my, the previews are one of my favorite parts of the whole week. I love it. I mean, I get to talk Bill into bad picks. It's great. <laughs> what is Pittsburgh going to do with their quarterback situation? God, man. Like, honestly, my dad made a good point. I don't know if you saw that one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You got to start holding. While I love the guy, I really do. But don't you got to hold the head coach a little bit accountable now? Yeah. Like for their ineptitude on offense and Trubisky being this bad, like, I'm sorry, but outside of Warren making some occasional I'm plays not. and Pickens being a big play threat occasionally, mm-hmm. like that offense was with Canada. Let's move it five yards and a half and then a 70 yard bomb. And yeah. they did that every week. So at least they show the big play potential. But what's sad is 
they're just so bad. It's almost it reminds me of New England, except they're not as quite as incompetent, but they're not much better. You know what I mean? Their defense is with TJ Watt. That this is why I like having a game wrecker. There's just not many of them. But when you've got a guy like TJ Watt, he can swing a game or two. Like mm-hmm. there, there's only a few guys like that in the league. This is probably a bad comparison, but do you remember with the Cowboys like four or five years ago? He's still really good. Um, there was a season, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I think it was like 2018, 2019. Uh, might even been like 2017. Demarcus Lawrence, he was having a season. And I remember this one game, he had three sacks and he had a strip sack against Arizona. And he just wrecked the game. I want a player like that for my team that just wrecks the game. Lawrence can still make some plays, but TJ Watt is just on that level where he can swing a game or two for Pittsburgh. And that defense itself can swing a game or two. And that's what they've done. Um, Now that they're one of the best defenses in football, but they can make plays. It's sad what's happened with that offense because it's it's not like they're completely bereft of talent. No, no, they've got got playmakers. Like my traded Warren to my dad in fantasy. He's, he's a, he can make some plays, man. Najee Harris to me is a bust. I I don't believe in him. I agree with that at all. Unfortunately, it's kind of, I think they, they got a star in the making with Warren. I agree. I think they should roll with Warren and, um, you're not going to fire the HC. No. But they got to go get the right offensive coordinator and right. replenish some talent and get a new quarterback. I don't believe in Pickett. I think it's you've seen enough. I've, I've seen enough. Hasn't mm-hmm. America seen enough at this point? <laughs> like, it's just the guy doesn't have it. Like, I'm not I'm trying to be objective. I've seen enough from Love that I want to see more. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen some bad, but I've seen some special stuff too, like even against Tampa that I'd like to see more. I don't know if we have a franchise guy. That's just me being honest. I don't know. Joe's gone, so he can't yell at me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's other quarterbacks where I think I've seen enough to know what they are. And I unfortunately with Pickett, I don't think it's there. Like in the NFC North, if we run through the quarterbacks, want to see more from Love. Mm-hmm. I personally think I've seen enough from Fields. But I kind of still have a little bit of a wonder in the right system if you might see more. But I personally don't think you're going to ever have a top five passer in the NFL. I just don't think that's the guy's ceiling. In the right system, you might get something closer to Lamar Jackson, who I also don't think is Mm -hmm. even close to a top five passer. But with his legs is maybe a top five five weapon, maybe. No, definitely a top five weapon. But uh... yeah. You know, like you were saying, golf, we've talked about it a few times. It depends on which just, golf you get. Uh, yeah. Do you get what just happened with Denver, or do you get the guy that, you know, in the Super Bowl? Missed and that then, pick. I'm really disappointed with that one, man. I'm, I'm so <laughs> mad. We were 9-7 and seven on our picks, and that was one of the stupid ones we missed. Mm-hmm. And I almost flipped from Philly because of Slay being out, but um, I almost did it. It was so close. It was, oh, sucked because we were so close on our picks hopefully bill's feeling better so i can have him on so we can talk all that but yeah but if you were to look at minnesota and everything you look at cousins about the inner twilight of his career so i mean they're going to probably have to get someone new soon too so yep i mean for the whole nfc north outside of maybe green bay because i mean 
In all honesty, this was if there was a season for Detroit to actually make the move and actually challenge, like get to where they are right now, this was the season because everyone else is in rebuilding mode or has been rebuilding for the last couple of years, and they actually struck struck when the iron is hot. Now, as far as golf is concerned, no, I don't think he's your long term solution. And a lot of people in this past draft were screaming at Detroit, saying, "Look, you might." want to seriously look at getting a quarterback now they stuck with their guns and they picked someone later on down the road but at the same time you look at some of the picks that they met Jabari Gibbs I was not really so sure about him I had him rated as a second round talent and then you go Hmm. and get Jack Campbell is also a second round talent you know you had a chance to get Jalen Carter you should have went with that or Devin Witherspoon. Oh, know, really Carter. I do like Gibbs. He's shown some, he's flashing potential, but yeah, yeah man, Carter's like, you could have gotten Carter. Like you made now. a mistake if you didn't. Right. Yeah. Like you absolutely, you had to, you, you had to do that. You had a chance I to him, uh, I believe Witherspoon and Carter. I'm not sure about Witherspoon, but I know they had a chance at Carter. And yeah. it's just Campbell. He's going to be pretty good. Gibbs, like you said, he flashes that potential but you could have probably got him in the second round. You know what? It's possible. They it might he could have maybe felt a late first round Campbell for sure. That one was a reach. It felt, it felt like a reach at the time, and I've I've seen more potential from Van Ness this season than Campbell. Right. But uh, it's yeah, it's, you're you're nailed it. It's Detroit. It was this. It was their season. And even at what's the record? Eleven to four. I gotta look. We're about to get into our picks, but let me check it out. Let's take a look. Standings. Good old ESPN. Ten or four or eleven? Yeah, ten or four, right? Ten or four. No, I'm I use Yahoo only because I like their stats breakdown. Yeah. But I also look at the ringer. They got some good stuff. Yeah, Detroit's ten and four, and I don't even believe in them at all. I'm sorry. Mm. They're the three seed. Uh, good for them. So, ironically, I'm confused by this. If you know the answer on this one, why is Dallas at the two instead of Philly? I thought they didn't have the tiebreaker. Do they uh, now because of the loss? Because of the loss. Division. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. It's also because Dallas has played five games in the division and Philly's only played four. And Philly's about to play the Giants twice. So if, if Philly goes five and one, I'm willing to, I'm pretty sure because Philly had to lose two, that Philly would still be the two seed. Okay. So but just a crazy thing also to add on is that Detroit plays Minnesota two times in the next three weeks and then also plays Dallas in between that. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty <laughs> possibility. What if you know golf does what golf does and you know loses those all three games? Let's just say they do, and Minnesota uh-huh. just sneaks in. Man. With that defense, wouldn't that be hilarious? I, it's sad because I don't believe in Nick Mullins. And yeah. I also heard this on the BS, uh, Bill Simmons, but I was, they, they have like a three-week test with these backup quarterbacks. Can you play good past three weeks? Because that's when people get enough tape on you to make adjustments. And right. that's what happened to Dobbs. He just fell apart. And it's happened with other guys. But uh, I actually, I'm going to be honest, I think there's a potential for it. I wouldn't know how much of a chance I'd give it. But with the way Minnesota's defense is playing and with Jefferson back, and if Chandler can give Minnesota a consistent running game, they may, even with Mullins, be the most complete, well-rounded overall team in the NFC North. And it pains me to say it because, you know, I love my Packers. But they're, they're, and they play you, you don't play the You don't play the way they – exactly, we play them too. You don't play the way you did against the Giants and Tampa Bay on defense and get any 
uh, credit for me at all. Zero. Like, none. But I do think Minnesota, actually, with the way their defense is playing, mm-hmm. what are they right now? Are they up to they seven, six? Seven. Seven, seventh, and that's after that that Cincinnati seven, game. Seven. No, yeah, the record seven seven. Their defense, yeah. I think, is. Oh, let's see. They were six before that game. I'm, I'm gonna look. Which is crazy because you look at what they lost last year with uh, Dalvin uh, Tomlinson, and also you know Hunter Henry is not going to be, or Hitman Harry is not exactly the uh, the player he used to be. But that defense was ranked 31st last year. And let me pull up their numbers real quick. Yeah, I'm looking them up too. And then for the people listening, I think we're going to um, start rolling through uh, previews for this week. And yeah. I don't know if Bill's going to feel better, so I'm going to make some picks and it may, we might have him on for another episode. I was going to take a break for a week, but I may do a short fantasy football special Seven. only with my dad. Seventh. Yeah, I thought so. It's pretty good, man. That is um, a huge turnaround. That, it, that was another point I made on Frozen Tundra. How big of a jump can a coordinator make? It can be big, but I question the talent on the Packer D. I think we're going to get the answer next season if they just if they bring most of the starters back. Because where was Minnesota last year? Weren't they like 28th in defense? 29th? They were in the mid to low 20s. And There's he's 31. been accountable. They're 31. They were 31. Because wow. we, we actually did this breakdown before on my show where we actually broke down everyone's defense and everything like that. And then I found out that Brian Flores, who was your orig- your old Miami head coach, was going up there as a defensive coordinator. We kind of wondered, you know, what is he going to be able to do? And, I mean, right now, in all honesty, by looking at those numbers and seeing what he has done in less than a year with less, arguably less talent, he has potentially given himself another head coaching job somewhere. Oh, absolutely. The way he's been coaching his tail off, if he wanted it, even even with the stupid Buffalo game, Dan Quinn obviously mm-hmm. is in there if he wants it. But I think he is enjoying all the weapons he's got in Dallas. Honestly, uh, the way they played on Sunday on defense was just it, it wasn't just Dak. That was abysmal on. They just got smashed in the mouth and they've got too many guys up front to get smashed in the mouth. But Minnesota, the crazy thing with them I've watched some of their games. I know a few players. They're kind of doing it with a no-name defense, like outside of maybe Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. They've got some. They got some players playing well, but no one that you would think of in like the defensive player of the year discussion or guys that are big names. It's surprising that they pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It is. I mean, it, it really is. is. I like our NFC North discussion. It's always fun because I like talking the whole division because I pay more attention to it than anything else. Um, quick thought. <clears throat> I'm just going to make it quick. Atlanta sucks. Arthur Smith deuces, bro. Um, I'm surprised that Cleveland was struggling so much, but you know that is Joe Flacco. That's your Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they blew that game. But we've talked that one. Trying to look at the other games from last week. Just quick thoughts overall. Like, I would love to do a full recap episode. Um, (laughs) Okay, it was Thursday night last week, so it's been almost a week. The Raiders' historic turnaround, that was fun. Going from getting shut out 3-0 to Minnesota, which isn't that surprising when you look at their D, but considering the Raiders' talent. On the Chargers. And then... They set a record to go from being shut out to scoring 63 is the all-time record now. Yeah. 
And I was surprised they let Staley out of the locker room. They should just tell him to go home at halftime. That would have been the best message ever. That might have been, you don't belong in the NFL in any capacity, dude, because you've squandered so much talent. <laughs> well, uh, and you know, that's that's going to be one of the things we touch up tomorrow on my show. But I mean, just a little snippet of it. I mean. Yeah, preview it, man. I might be on because the wife is pretty sick, so I actually might get to make it with you tomorrow. Okay. Seriously. Cool. It's a possibility. I will hit you up early and let you know. I'd love to make it on that one. Where? Wait, wait. Are we? Are we we're not going live though, right? Just video. Uh, it'll be some video and also audio. I mean, I'll cool. have my little headset on and everything like that, so that way I could uh, do it online. But you know, just thinking about you know Brandon Staley and the fact that he has, uh, you know, he still has this belief that he really believes in himself, and this was said like two hours before he got canned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't just him. They, they let go of their GM who has been there for 10 years. I mean, it was very embarrassing. And when you have a team that has the stars that, you know, Los Angeles Chargers have, and I mean, really truthfully, I wish they were still in San Diego. It's really hard to say. They, yeah, they I don't really like the feel, LA thing. It's yeah, it's disappointing. It is. And I mean, they're, they're, I kind of look at the Chargers as like the little brother of the Rams at this point. But you can't expect yeah, to really keep your job when a team beats you, hangs 63 points on you, and you're a defensive guru. No. You know, you Check. can't expect to be there. That I'm surprised he lasted until lunchtime. It was like they gave him his lunch, and there was like a little note on the little tray and say, open this after you eat. And he opens it up and says, oh, by the way, you're fired. <laughs> Sorry about all the camera adjustments. I was trying no, to. No, you're to good. That. You're good. But uh, I needed a stand. I'm gonna be working on that. Felt like I was on the roller coaster. <laughs> but uh, just uh, let him have lunch. It was almost like his last. They want to give him his last supper, and then yeah, they were exactly. like, "You're out of here, man." <laughs> would you? What would you like when your tombstone? I mean, it, the only thing I would wonder is if there was going to be a team that would actually give him a chance next year, which there probably will be. But, Sadly, I um, hope not. But but it'd be like the whole Josh McDaniels thing. So far, two the coaches that I think that should have been let go have been let go already. And mm-hmm. you know, there's you know, Arthur Smith is another one that we've talked about. One of the guys that I think has been the most disappointing is the Saints. You know, yeah, honestly, you know, while we're on it, yeah, we'll just finish it up in the next like four minutes and we'll make the second hour uh our picks. Let's do it. Let's do fire candidates. Okay. So okay, so we, we both said we had Staley. And then I'm getting ready to write my picks down because I'm going to pitch it with Bill. If he's, I'm hoping he hops on. He actually might. <laughs> I sent him the link. We're still going. I don't know if he'll, that'd be cool if he hopped on for the pick part. That'd, that'd be, be cool. actually pretty sweet. But um, Staley was everyone's number one, I think, probably. Um, I, it sucks for Frank Reich, but the way they looked, Carolina looked, the, it was hard to justify continuing to let him go. It was with Bryce Young, right? Like, I don't know how you keep the guy, unfortunately. That one kind of sucks. So Well, when do? your offense is basically run up the middle, throw a, a five and out, and then run up the middle, I mean, his offense, there was just no – they didn't mix it. It was kind of like I would say, you know, Chicago Bears light 
where they wouldn't mm-hmm. take any deep shots. And a lot of people are really questioning Bryce Young's arm strength at this point because I am. Yeah. I mean, he, he I don't see it. And that's what's crazy is when he was in uh, Alabama, you saw them take the shots. Now, there's a big difference between college talent and NFL talent. Uh, yes, that's true. That in college, you can't do it in the NFL. And, you know, I thought he actually had enough arm talent to be able to do it. But, you know, we won't know until they actually try it. Yeah, good point. Seriously. I, I actually questioned that Bryce Young pick all along. And then we talked it. On the phone last night, um, we talked about they didn't do him any favors at all. No. It doesn't have a great offensive line at all. I mean, it's yeah. pretty poor. No running game. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> receiving threats. It's just they Adam didn't do Thielen any favors at all. Receiver. Ooh. Adam Thielen. Good job. <laughs> Trade your number one away to get the guy. And that, yeah, that was just, <laughs> hey, good for you guys. Good for you guys. You bring guys. a whole bunch of cast-offs from other teams that no one wanted. Uh, you know what's funny is I think the whole NFC South should be on notice. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, coach-wise, like, let's just run through it. Todd Bowles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're actually looking better. They're on a three-game win streak. Maybe if he wins the division and wins a playoff game or even competes in the playoff game, he saves his job. But I mm-hmm. haven't believed in him. I mean, last year they were they were terrible. They've been heading the wrong direction the last this is his third year i think now with them he proved he couldn't coach in a head coach capacity before um, i with the jets yeah i agree on dennis allen man like yes they've won two in a row but do you believe in the dennis allen Derek Carr combo i'd almost oh, rather no. see james winston at this point honestly I like mean, i honestly would rather see winston i think it'd be more fun it'd be a roller coaster but <laughs> at least you're gonna have some more highs like dang gonna be eating atlanta Atlanta, how is Arthur Smith not on the hot seat with that team? He should be. And how are you running Ritter out there? They should have. Yes, it's not his. He's not the GM, but come on, man. This is not hard. If you can't throw the ball with those running backs, power run it. I'd power run it 30 times a game, 35. I think they'd be two wins better if they'd done that. I'm serious. They could, there's two or three games they could have won if they just smashed the rock because they can't mm-hmm. throw it. No, Sad no. as it is, if you know you can't throw the ball, play action. And I, I, especially with Bajon Robinson and Algier, I'd be doing that. No, I agree. And I mean, Algier was actually a surprising mm-hmm. rookie last what? year. I mean, he's been great fancy. in. But, mm-hmm. you know, go back you know, to Dennis Allen real quick. I mean, even before he became the Saints head coach, he was the head coach over in Oakland when they were still over there, and he went eight and twenty-eight. And now oh, you know, with the Saints, bad. yeah, that's bad, man. And that's that's dismal. Seriously, thirteen and seventeen after these this last two this winning streak that they are on right now with the Saints. <laughs> two games, two games. Gotta love it. Ooh. Uh, but, you know, they signed Derek Carr, who was arguably probably the second biggest free agent. Uh, I would consider Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers last year a free agent, even though he got traded. But Yeah, he, yeah, I can agree with that. Guy. Mm-hmm. He would, you had Aaron Rodgers, who was the guy, and then you had Derek Carr, who was also a guy that you would want onto your team and everything. And, you know, it just... 
I don't think it's really Derek Carr more than what they've been doing offensively. You have the weapons. You got Kamara. You got Ole, uh, Chris Olave. You got you know Michael Thomas for like three games. You know you got you got offensive weapons there. You're just not utilizing them. And I agree. It's just like you kind of said. It would have been kind of fun watching Jameis Winston, but the whole reason you got Derek Carr is because everyone in their right mind said that. Dennis Allen would probably be able to win his games if he had a competent quarterback behind. Him. Yeah, and I think we've—he's proven that he can't do it, so he's out. Um, in my opinion, they've already fired Frank Reich. You look at the NFC West. Obviously, I mean, San Fran—he might be a head coach of the year candidate. Yeah. Uh, he probably should be. I don't see the Rams or Seahawks making a move. Uh, they're both Super Bowl winners, and their teams have actually probably. The Rams have exceeded expectations, and Seattle I agree. has been on a downward slide, but I really don't think I can see them moving on from Pete Carroll. No. Can you? I can't no. see it. Arizona, I don't like this guy. Maybe they give him another year. I haven't seen it. They've been, other than a couple surprises, one of the worst teams in football. They've been pretty dismal. But I also don't like the philosophy of giving a coach one season and then firing him. Yeah. But if you saw that game, that guy's, I think it was Rich Gannon, right? Or whatever his name is. Something Gannon. Uh, the, I can't remember his first name, but Gannon is his last name, and he was yeah. a coordinator for the Eagles last year. His pregame speeches early in the season sucked. Like, I don't, man, I just don't think so. But that'd be the that'd be that'd be the one team in that division, NFC North. It's obviously you're not firing the Lions coach. He's been. He's a awesome. year candidate right now. And Minnesota, with all their changes, he is low-key, especially if they win the division, a low-key shot. It sucks they're only 7-7. Seven and seven. But with Flores, is going to get a lot of that credit. But Kevin O'Connell, the way he's righted the ship with all the quarterback changes and Jefferson yeah. being out, is impressive. Um, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I think if the Packers lose to Carolina and drop two of their last three, I think it might be time to think about LaFleur. If, especially if he doesn't get rid of Barry. I'm dead serious. I'd consider it. He's not holding Barry accountable. Uh, he doesn't consistently have... It's just been such a wild ride in terms of game planning. Yes, you have a young team, but how wildly up and down they've been. If they were to go 7-10 and 10 and barely squeak by Carolina or lose to them and lose one of their last two, and if Barry isn't fired immediately, I do think there's going to be pressure to fire him. I think that's a very good chance of that. Uh, you know, just say I think Eberflus is going to get fired, but going back oh, yeah. to the Packers, you know, that's one of the things you can also attribute the Pittsburgh Steelers to this is that when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback sitting there and playing for as long as they did, and y'all been blessed enough to have a high a Hall of Fame quarterback the last thirty years. And, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, man. But when you're Absolutely. making that switch from Hall of Fame to a guy that's starting his first year, there's going to be a learning curve for that kid the first year, even though mm -hmm. he's been there for this would be his fourth year in the NFL, the third year. I think it's going to be his fourth Pick year. Pick it? I'm not 100 It's either his third or fourth. But I think it's third. His third? I mean, Let me double check on that, actually. Yeah. That is a really wonderful question. I mean, let's, let's, you know, cause we came super prepared for picket questions. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. No, actually it's only a second year, but I still don't know. Well, if Kenny I, see Pickett, it. I know it was his second year, but love. I was wondering if it was. His oh, 
Oh, it's his fourth. Okay. So but he yeah. sat for the first three and he's and it's his first year as a starter. So what happened to him basically happened to Rogers with Brett Favre. Yeah, Crazy. it really did. <laughs> and the way the way he left too. Yeah. It was same exact way. Yeah, it kind of was, actually. Went which is kind of funny. It's kind of funny how it worked out, isn't it? It's like yeah. it was like the same thing over again, which is just nuts. But, like but Rogers I'm really surprised, honestly. Year too, so. Rogers had good stats his first year. They didn't win a lot of games, but yeah. Yeah, it was. I think they were either six and ten, or seven and nine. I think they were six and ten because it was sixteen games then. Yeah. Um, he had good stats. They're actually really comparable to Love. I just the only thing I question with Love is a, a little bit of his accuracy and decision making, and mm-hmm. how stagnant our offense looks at times. I put that on. See, the problem is I put it on the floor the the questionable preparation and the way I, we come out on. Sometimes both sides of the ball, but especially one recently where one is just totally, completely flat. Um, or we come out like gangbusters. It's just been nuts. So mm-hmm. I don't know. He's not like, I'm not the most concerned about LaFleur, but if he can't figure out the coordinators, I frankly would like both out. If he can't figure out that, eventually that does fall on him because it's like, that's your job is to manage the coordinators who manage the coaches. And you oversee all of that. That is literally your, it's your job title. So um let's look at the other divisions nfc east i can't see dable we talked this we talked a lot of this last week yeah i think so too i think rivera's already i think rivera did we talk this i think he's got uh in his little office if i were to draw a picture he's got a desk (laughs) he's got his phone maybe still plugged in I think the printer's already unplugged. The coffee maker, he's got to go to the lounge, mm-hmm. and there's nothing else there. He's already probably packed up. And Eric, Bidani, like, I'm surprised they haven't done it. being stenciled onto the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if McCarthy blows it and they lose a wild card game, I think he's a candidate. Otherwise, I think he's safe if they win one playoff game. I think with the way that they actually played this past year, they right as of right now he is safe. Now, if they have a late season collapse after mm-hmm. what happened in Buffalo, because it does happen, then I mm-hmm. think he definitely will get fired. Yeah, one one and done in the playoffs. I could see it also because it's, yep. it's Dallas. Let's be real. When you're when you go to Dallas, you're expected to win regardless. If which is so dumb because they're not about they're not Dallas. about winning. They're yeah. not about winning though. They haven't been yeah. about winning. Jerry hasn't been about winning. That's a sad thing. It seems like he wants winning and he's got talent, but he does crap like higher, like as much as I like McCarthy, if he really wanted to win, there were other coaches that were better candidates, even though McCarthy has actually done a good job a lot of this season at home and some of the road games. Um, McCarthy isn't the guy to take you to a Super Bowl. I watched it with Aaron Rodgers. We rode a great defense and an upstart running game. It was surprising because we sucked all year, but Starks had a good playoff run mm-hmm. and Rogers with some awesome weapons to a playoff win. Yeah. There's a reason we didn't have playoff success after that. Rogers is culpable because he's laid some massive eggs. He's kind of like a Peyton Manning to me as much as I like Rogers. He's, he fell way short in the playoffs multiple times and not just that last San Fran game. He had multiple games yeah. sub to 250 after having an MVP season or like, Top three MVP candidates. Uh, playoff queen. Yeah. 
Exactly. Good. Yeah, I like that analogy. Um, I think that's it for the NFC. Let's look at the AFC really quick. And then we'll do some game previews. Okay. Miami's safe, obviously. Yeah. I mean, even if they were one and done. Uh, I got to say, I still think Buffalo might be if they don't go anywhere in the playoffs. Even mm-hmm. though they're starting to have a turnaround, the OC change has really given them life. Like, unleashing James Cook has been one of the best fantasy things the last couple of games, but it's turned Buffalo's season around. I think it depends on how far they go in the playoffs, kind of like Dallas. Yeah, I, I actually think McDermott saved his job. Uh, because, he might have, but if they, they if they miss the playoffs or they lose bad in the wild card, it could still well, be they get there. slammed. Yeah, possibly. But I think at this point, you know, you look at what happened. You know, one of the big things that uh, the last few years with Buffalo is they had no running game, and now and look at them now. Look yeah. at them now. They're look at me awful. now. Yeah, look exactly. at James Cook. It's like boom. But they've got a D. If they could figure out to win some close games. I got a question for you. Yeah. We've gone way off where I expected to go a few yeah. hours ago before Bill, but it's okay. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I like deep diving on the NFL. I don't know how many people are going to listen for an hour and however long we go, but I, this is what I like to do. Do you, it's a hard, it's a complicated question. Yeah. But Josh Allen, like, where do you see him? Like, I hate just doing like rankings, but he kind of feels to me like a modern day Brett Favre, which is a high compliment, but there's also some slander in there. Um, Cause Favre made a lot of mistakes. Oh no. Favre I think Allen's capable of winning a Super Bowl, but I also think he's going to hold you back from any winning multiple. I agree with that because Brett Favre, uh, you know, you know, I think there was a big uh, thing that was brought up early in the season about Josh Allen and his turnover to touchdown ratio. I mean, I think it's one and one pretty much. And, you know, he will be, he has, he has the gunslinger mentality, but still at the same time, he's a top five quarterback in the NFL right now. I agree. Um, he's going to think both teams. There's, there's the no, there's no question that them running the ball effectively is going to be good for Buffalo on multiple yeah. formats. Cause it's also going to li- limit his turnovers. Like they Diggs just, is pissed, but they didn't even need to throw the ball to him. He was pissed, but they didn't even have to throw the ball. They yeah. didn't even have to test that secondary in that game because mm-hmm. they just slammed it down Dallas's throat. And if they can do that to Dallas, um, not that Dallas is the best rush defense in the league, but I, I'm going to pull up a stat on this. I'm pretty sure they're still a lot. Let me just well, raw rankings. I'll look at the ringer too, but Dallas still an EPA is ninth, man. Yeah. Even after that performance. I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty good. That's but pretty yeah, good. I mean, I can see. Oh, I'm sorry. 12th. Rush defense. 12th. EPA, they're 12th. Still top they're 12th. actually, surprisingly, if you can believe it, yeah. Dallas is actually ninth in EPA and rushing on offense. Mm-hmm. We talked them earlier. It's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, well. You wouldn't think that. Yeah. It is a little surprising because I kind of wondered if they could run the ball effectively all season, too. They just need gonna, to have another uh, weapon outside as far as passing goes outside of Diggs because he just relies on them too much. That's their big Oh, feature. absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas is not okay. Th- this is a better, this is more realistic. Dallas is 19th in rush D. So Buffalo mm-hmm. hit their weakness because yeah. that is the weakest point of their entire roster. They're 12th in rushing offense right now. This is why this is probably why I like going through the game previews because I read some stats and we have fun. Um, that's Dallas's weakest point is rushing the ball and rush defense and Buffalo. If they can 
figure that out. They're going to be, I really think they're going to be a scary team. Like, mm-hmm. it just depends if they make it. They're still ninth in the a- AFC. But they went out, they're in. So, well, we're going to see. A pretty lax schedule left. They got the char- they're at the Chargers, and then they have Patriots at home, and then they go see the Dolphins. So that's a, it's possible. That Miami game is going to be huge because if Dallas was to show up and beat Miami, not that I, I actually don't think they're going to, but if Miami slips on one of their other two games, Buffalo wins that game, they win the division okay. if they win their other two because they already beat, they smashed, Buffalo smashed Miami 48 20 earlier this year. So um, I know Dallas did have Hankins out for that game. People cry that, which I get, but still the way they. Sh- didn't show up was abysmal. Um, let's run through the rest of the teams really quick, and then we'll get into some game previews. Okay, Buffalo. Yeah, we talked about that one. I think Salah's out for the Jets. Don't you think? I want to say yes, but I don't think so because of what happened with Rodgers. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one thing. Okay, me and Fox Pete, who I really liked. It might be fun to cut it up with the two of you once. That yeah. he was good. Okay, from Foxborough, the only thing I disagreed with him on was he didn't like the idea of, of Bill leaving, which I get as a Patriots fan. I understand it. But the way they've looked, I think Kraft is going to look to move on. No, they've, they've looked like butt. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, a lot of people are really pointing at Mac Jones right now and Zappi right now and saying that the passing game has been the issue. When you go out and get Juju Smith and Mike Jacecki from your rival, I mean, you're not really trying to help the kid out. You you got Ramonde Stevenson, who is a good running back, but he's not he's not someone that you sit there and you're sweating bullets the night before. No, he's not. He's not Christian McCaffrey. If they had like, and honestly, Zeke at this point isn't uh, scaring anybody either. So they've got like he kept saying they have talent on their at the receiver. I'm like, who's no. the talented receiver? They I don't want to be a jerk on air or anything, and I don't mean to be now, but I don't see the talent at receiver. I just don't. Like, Devontae Parker's not scaring anybody. Smith-Schuster's been playing on one leg. Mm-hmm. I listen, Bill Simmons is a huge Patriots guy. I hear all about the Patriots, and I've watched enough highlights. Like, they don't have anybody that scares you at receiver. Hunter Henry's their best target at tight end when they use him effectively. And I'm sorry, but as decent as he played against KC, Hunter Henry, if that's your best thing on offense, you got some problems. And Bill, the GM, has let him down. And Bill, the coach, actually. Um, even when uh yes when you were doing your show with Pete and everything, I typed in one of my like pointed questions like this is why your team ain't really doing that great right now. It, yeah, Bill I Belichick, saw it. It, he invests mostly his like his high round defensive picks or high round first round picks on defense, and that's if he hasn't got busted with a scandal. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you look at you know the fact that the, in his twenty, I think he's been there twenty four years, and those twenty four years he's had. Four picks where he chose a specialty player or a player that gets the ball on a regular basis. You have Mac Jones, Benjamin Watson, Lawrence Maloney, and uh, he became a bear, but Neil. So, oh, that's I mean, a good point. Yeah, it's true. And you, you, you can't really expect to have much success like getting the ball down the field if you're not really going to do it. Yeah, you hit home runs with Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, but you know, you also were very fortunate to have great trades with Corey Dillon before a fourth round pick. 
uh, Randy Moss for a fourth round pick. You were able to cash in on these players that a lot of people thought were past their primes that really produced very well for you and got you those early Super Bowls. Now, you know, he is a great coach, but, you know, that's kind of like one of the arguments that a lot of people had was, you know, who really helped who out as far as like who elevated the other one's uh, careers between and this is a different debate between Brady oh, it's, and Belichick. It's a good debate, though. It's a good but, debate, though. You know, in my opinion, Brady elevated Belichick a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. He, he had some special pieces on defense, but Brady was able, able to cover up for the deficiencies because a lot of times they didn't surround Brady. There was moments where they like they had Gronk and Moss, but when he had like Deion Branch, Brady elevated Branch enough when he was that great, and Belichick just took care of the defensive side of the ball and uh, covered up for a lot of uh, bad drafting, yeah. even in their dynasty uh, and, era. Honestly, and, that's why there's a gap there too. And the, and the players, a lot of the players that came, they came, yeah, they came for Belichick, but a lot of your other players came because Brady was there. And, you know, I know that we're running away over what you thought, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you look at, you know, there were some hits that they got, like Julian Edelman, you know, Wes Welch. Oh, yeah, they, they made some good for. ones. They traded I mean, for they, Moss, Gronk. Hernandez yeah. didn't pan out, obviously, but they landed some awesome offensive talent. He hasn't landed even other than June on anybody special on defense recently either. Mm-hmm. Gonzalez, I like a corner, but they've even been missing on defense. Like yeah. that's when you know you got a problem. Like it's kind of I like think the it's game time. Is I think it's time, unfortunately. Yeah, it, kind of, it does feel that way. I'm curious if he went to another team, if maybe, but it it is starting to feel that way. And it's sad because he's been there 24 years. But I don't think you can look this much like butt and then actually keep your job. Um, the AFC North is interesting because I can't see anyone losing their jobs. I actually am kind of impressed with Stefanski. I'm surprised I'm saying that. Um, I'm impressive. really impressed. I'm really impressed with Cincinnati's coach. His name's yeah. eluding me right now, especially with losing Burrow. But Stefanski with having Flacco and all the quarterback crap they've had. Harbaugh in Baltimore has been great. And Tomlin's not getting canned unless even if they went seven and 10, it's just not going to happen, but they need to make some coaches. No, they need to make some offensive changes though. And hopefully Tomlin doesn't become like Belichick and let the game pass him by because he's got some special defensive talent and he's got talent on offense. If they can figure out the quarterback and frankly, they align like, wow, it's been, their offense has been one of the hardest to watch this year at times. It's been Mm -hmm. pretty sad for real. Like, um, running through the rest of the AFC, AFC South, Peterson's obviously staying, but I'm a little disappointed with Jacksonville, but they're still eight and six. Indy's okay. coach, Steichen, that's his name, right? He's got to be a yeah. head coach of the year candidate, like yeah. for real. He, he killed it. And just to reverse a little quick, I think that Jacksonville is the softest division leading team right now. <laughs> and they and they're tied now. They've actually blown it so bad. They're tied yeah. with Houston. If Houston gets Stroud back or if Indy, if they mess around, Indy could easily take this. Well, one of the things like, because you, Kirk you know, has made such a difference. You're on my group page too. And then what, there a few, uh, before I actually met you, I posted something that said, Hey, because of uh, the injuries to Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk, Kirk, of course, went on to the IR for a little, uh, it's on the IR right now. I said, is there a possibility of Jacksonville blowing their chance to go to the playoffs? And there is a possibility. Like, What's their it, schedule? Yeah. Ooh. No, it's Let me pull up the schedule. It's a, it's a first place schedule. <laughs> did they, who, who do they play the rest of the way? 
And, you know, one of the things I said, you know, a lot of people don't realize is that Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence, one of his best assets is he can scramble and he has a high ankle sprain that he's nursing right now. Yeah. They play Tampa. Oh, it's not bad. Their their schedule's pretty easy. Jacksonville plays Tampa. Let me make sure I'm on Jacksonville. Yeah, they play Tampa, Carolina, and Tennessee the rest of the way. With the way they're playing right now, I could see <laughs> with the way they're playing, they could they could lose one or two of those. Actually, Only two losses. Maybe not not against Carolina, but I could see them losing against Tampa Bay, and I could see them losing to Tennessee. And going nine and eight. That's just nuts. That's nuts. It's uh, wow. Well, okay. So, but I still. Even if they went eight and nine and blew all three, oh, he's straight. That it would take that. I don't think Peterson's going. Sykin's safe. Houston's coach, another candidate. Coach if they the make the playoffs for coach of the year, he's been awesome. Yeah. D'Amico Ryan's, and I actually think Vrabel's safe. Even though they've been dismal, they've gone through quarterback change, and Vrabel, they've sucked for most of the year. But I'd be surprised if they let Vrabel go. I think people respect him enough, so I think he's safe. I agree. I like this deep dive on all teams because the coaches like just leads you to that. Well, uh, the Chargers finally fired their coach and the Raiders. So that leaves Denver and how they turned their season Denver around. Played. There's no way. There's no, no way they're letting Peyton go. There's no way. And Andy Reid, even though the Chiefs have sucked, it's not his fault they didn't get a receiver. He's That's done the best he can. Yeah. Huh? That's a Hall of Fame coach. They're not going to Oh, yeah. Andy Reid's awesome. It, uh, I just don't believe in them because the receivers are so dismally bad. Yeah. I've lived the Valdez Scantling life. It's not a fun ride. It sucks. <laughs> don't you don't want to ride that train? He shouldn't no. be starting on any team. Period. Well, I, he's probably flat four three speed, and you still don't want him. Sorry. No. And you know, no. as far as like no, <laughs> as far as like San, well, I almost said San Diego, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas are concerned. With Las Vegas, I would keep Antonio Pierce. Uh, give him at least one I would year too. because he's been doing so well. And, you know, with San Diego, because uh, – sorry. Uh, with San Diego, I still uh, I still look at him as more of an offensive team, especially with that talent they have on that side of the ball. Would you elevate Kellen Moore into that head coaching role? or would Well, that you... was my thought that they brought him in for that reason. I, yeah. I, would, I would think he would want that job even – I'm going to be honest with you. I know there's talent with Herbert. I question Allen too, but obviously he's top five. He, he just yeah. is. He's going to make some stupid mistakes. That's going to just tick you off though. I don't know if I see it with Herbert, but it, he has been just drowned by Staley. But to have a losing record with his weapons that he's had, I put a lot of blame on him. I really do. On Herbert? I just, yeah, I don't see a top five talent. Yeah, he's got a lot of arm strength. He doesn't really move and he's doesn't, Quarterback winning is not a quarterback stat, but when you've had that long with some of the weapons that he's had on offense, I just, I just lose some respect. I don't know. What do you think? I think Herbert is a deep question. It's a deeper question. You know, I think with Herbert, he is a top five quarterback. And I think a lot of microscope got thrown on him when he got the highest contract ever paid out to a player in NFL Mm -hmm. history. I think that weighs on it quite a bit. Uh, they've been dealing with a lot of drama as far as like Austin Eckler, like very vocally saying, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to get out of here. You know, oh, as, yeah. far as, 
as far as the team goes, I think it's not their offense that's really been the problem. It's been their defense. I mean, they can't stop a pop Warner team at this point. And they got as many stars as they have. I mean, you got Khalil Mack, you got Bosa, you got Duran James, you got Asante Samuel, you got all these stars on defense. But you I don't know how they're, how they're so bad. It's 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 teams are running through them like crap through a goose. I mean, it's just <laughs> unreal what is going on. I mean, they uh. You know, their, yeah. their defensive rank is 28, and I, I didn't just mention scrubs. They no. they have legit stars on that defense, and they just have been really just like diarrhea all over the place. I mean, it's just <laughs> unreal right now. I mean, their offense hasn't been really performing as great as it should be either. They're 17th. I mean, overall, and they, they you can't keep a coach like Brandon Staley if he's not going to lead your team to victories. That's the whole point of coach. It just felt like they weren't really prepared for some of these games, and they've just been getting curb stomped the last few weeks. I mean, oh, they're yeah. five and eight. They're probably the most talented five and eight team there has ever been. And, and they're actually one of the worst positions now because, like, what do you do with the coach and with the problems on D? It seems like an attractive job, but I'm not sure if it actually is. Because if I'm right about Herbert, they've got a bigger problem. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm just not sure about the guy. I'm actually not. He hasn't, he's not elevated that offense. Although you could put some of that on Staley, but with Kellen Moore, they should have been way better on offense this season. Well, now, they missed Eckler for a minute. They they when they lost Mike Williams, it's kind of like Jacksonville. The Christian Kirk effect on Jacksonville has been drastic. They've, they haven't been the same, but the Chargers losing Mike Williams, that's changed their team, too. Oh, yeah, no, that, hurt, that would hurt. Same anybody. thing as last year. Yeah. But he's so injury-prone at this point, you got to expect it. Yeah, he's Kellen Moore, uh, Kel, uh, Keenan Allen 2.0. Because Keenan Allen, we literally saw a graph one time, and my buddy Seth, my co-host, literally said, and it was six injuries all on the left leg. Like, how are you still walking, bro? You know, <laughs> how are you still able to actually go? Exactly. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we kind of just mentioned Kellen, Kellen Moore get elevated up into that uh, head coaching job. You know, they said the same thing about him when he was kicked out of Dallas, that he wasn't really elevating the offense all that well. And that's why Mike McCarthy fired him. They picked him up over in Los Angeles and, you know, maybe that's the key case too. Would they keep that's a good going point. More? So that's a that's a good point. So, Viewers, I want to know what you guys think. I'm curious. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna save some time at the end of the show. I'm 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 just gonna be frank. I'm starting to get hungry. <laughs> they made chicken dumplings. So Ooh. I do want to run through the picks, and then if we have time, we'll add some comments that I've been seeing on Facebook. Okay. Um, it's gonna be highly Packer oriented only because I've been making comments in Packer groups. Um, I didn't do the NFL one. I thought about doing in the Cowboy one, but I I didn't want to hurt their feelings too bad. <laughs> yeah. I almost did. I should have. I should have clowned so bad. Um, I missed an opportunity there. I really should have. But and if you want to talk to... about how bad the Chicago Bears sucked, look, I'm game. I've I'm in construction and a Chicago Bears fan. What have I Oof. not hurt? Oh man. That hurts. That that sucks. <laughs> That's gotta suck. Okay, let's get to our picks now. We're at almost an hour and a half. Let's uh let's do our pick them. Chris, if you're here, I hope you like our picks. I know you're busy doing some other stuff. We got one person watching right now. Okay, maybe Bill joins too. I don't know what he's yeah. up to. Okay, what is your game of the week, sir? I think it's pretty much everyone's game of the week, which is San Francisco against Baltimore. And oh, it's not. Why, Air 
It's not Arizona, Chicago. Oh man, it could be. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's got to be Baltimore, San Fran, and it's on Christmas Day, which is going to be a good awesome. Christmas present. You know, my mom. You know, my mom's coming down for a little bit, and we might watch this game together. But this game is so hyped right now. You got two eleven and three teams in Baltimore and San Francisco. You got the one seeds. Yeah. Both one seeds, you got three MVP candidates that are about to clash in Lamar Jackson and Purdy and McCaffrey. I mean, this is this is a game that has it all. And, you know, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say that San Francisco has not faced a quarterback Lamar Jackson, but they have in Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. And when you look at this game, one of the stats that I pulled up, and I call these no-cap stats. Uh, oh, I like it. No cap Larry, stats. Okay. Uh, Lamar Jackson has, you know, he, right now he's number two as far as the candidates go. But right now uh, he has, I'm trying to find up my notes. Sorry. Uh, good, he, has, he has 22 to, uh, total touchdowns to seven interceptions, but he has fumbled. And this is the no cap stat 11 times. That's big especially against a defense that is as loaded as San Francisco right now. You're talking about Fred Warner, Greenlaw, those guys, they know how to strip the ball. And, you know, if Lamar Jackson, you know, he's not doing as many uh, designed runs as he used to, but also keeping on Zay Flowers. He's kind of exploded on the scene as a rookie, and Gus Edwards has done an exceptional job filling in as their main uh, running back committee running back right now. He's been doing really well this year. Especially with Mitchell Hurt, that's going to be interesting. Because yeah. Kenny Mitchell went out the other game. The surprising thing, when I was looking at everything, so he must have went out whose leg was bending like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's done. He's toast. He's yeah, probably yeah. out for the season. Uh I didn't actually get to see if he was out for the season. I was running all day today, so I didn't get to watch. But the line is five and a half, and I thought it might be higher, but it's gone up on this game. You got. This is uh this is like Dallas Philly or Dallas Buffalo, but even better. Baltimore's fourth in offense and points. San Fran is surprisingly only third. Yeah. Miami, I think, is first, and then Dallas stupidly because they Dallas stat teams. pads though. Dallas stat pads. So I, I hate that crap. They go they go put out forty five against crap teams. Congratulations. Sorry, <laughs> Cowboys fans, you guys suck, suck. Um. Cowboys fans suck too. I'm so tired of them. Anyways, off my Cowboys, I could just go all day. I'm trying not to be Stephen A. Smith. Um, San Fran's second in yardage. Your breakdown was awesome too. Baltimore is fourth. Yeah. I could go through all the stats though, and I just think I'm going to be surprised if Baltimore wins. Baltimore, I think San Fran's going to shellack them. Oh, they no. really do. San Fran's going to take it. But, you know, one of the things like you were kind of alluding to is that both teams have top five offenses and defenses on both, yep. both teams. So San this Fran's is... only ninth in yards, surprisingly, but they've been climbing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, it's that elite matchup. But I got to ask you do you think Baltimore has a chance? Because I don't see it. No. I just don't. I just don't. Right. I and think I this say, is where yeah. Lamar Jackson gets exposed. I think it yeah. is. Like I, Lamar Jackson, I've I've worried for this is the type of game I worry about for him. It's it's not a Dak thing. It's completely mm-hmm. different. Him with him, I question his ability to consistently throw the ball against an elite team. And I'm sorry, it's the Justin Fields thing too. Justin Fields against a good defense, exposed. He just does. It's and I don't want to be a Packer fan. I'm sorry because I'm not you're, you're super being on love. Fan. 
it's it's just the truth. Fields struggles against good defenses, but so does Lamar Jackson. And in the playoffs, he struggled. And it is ripe this season. It's like Detroit's opportunity. The opportunity is right there for Baltimore. The only team that I'm really scared of them running into in the playoffs, if they're playing the way they, not just against Dallas, is Buffalo. I'm not no. afraid of Miami. No. And we will talk about them too. We're going to get to that game. That Dallas-Miami game, I think, is probably, it's mine at least. Because um, we're going to trade on picks. Yeah, man, I just, we could break this one down for an hour. I just think San Fran's on another level. And I think it might come down to Lamar Jackson fumbling or throwing a pick. That's going to be the difference against an opportunistic San Fran D, who surprisingly is only middle of the pack against the pass in just straight yardage. They're 15th, which was a little surprising. But Baltimore's D, as good as they are, there's cracks. They're, 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 they're awesome. But I think San Fran's going to just run it down their throat. No. And, you know, me personally, I don't think it's going to come down to a Lamar Jackson pick or fumble like it does with most Chicago games with Justin Fields. I think it's going to to be at least 10 points hung up above what Baltimore would score. So I think as far as the spread's concerned, I think you're safe. I think that if it was a 10-point line, which would be nuts, um, I would still bet it on San Fran because I think they're going to cover the five and a half easily. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Maybe Baltimore keeps it close, but I think San Fran wins by like 13. Yeah, no, San Fran's got some thumpers on both sides of the ball. And they're, I mean, they're just they're, that good. They're just, yeah. And, you know, depending on how well they do their uh, salary cap and everything, this could be the team that you could see the 80s all over again. Let's if they're smart. If and the really smart. cool thing for them is Purdy's on such a low deal for another. Uh, two seasons if they can make him wait. And it's a seventh round pick. He's only making a mil. So it's not even like they spent a first round pick and it's like nine or 10 mil, a high first rounder. It's only like 1.09 million or something low. I remember seeing. So it's like barely over a million. Now it'll go up as last year because every rookie contract is structured that way, but it's not going to go up much. And there's no incentives in there that I know of. I have to look at his double look at his contract, but they are, they scored and, I mean, yeah, they're paying McCaffrey. I don't know what contracts they have coming up. That would be in the offseason. We'll have to do that. And uh, another question, that. because you just brought up a good point, and this is also for the viewers. You can actually uh, approach me on shots from the sidelines or Isaac with fun football podcast is, you know, a lot good, of people really like I like it. You like that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of put, put, people put an emphasis on paying the quarterback these high-dollar contracts and everything. Do you really think it actually helps them? Because no. me personally, I think it actually hurts the team because you can't get more talent around them. Look at the Jalen Hurts effect in Philly. You're already yeah. seeing it. You're about to see it in Buffalo. You're going to see – you're already – well, Dallas has done a good job drafting some guys, but you're going to yeah. see it there as well. So, unfortunately, like, you're already seeing it in Philly. They're struggling to surround talent. Casey's another Casey's another example. They can't get a receiver or willing to pay a receiver because of it. So yeah. – and that was one of the draws for Brady is he can get these elite receivers to come in and like, I wouldn't say elite, but he made them elite, but you know, he could get someone to come in and take a less uh, dollar amount. He actually took pay cuts so he can, they could get better players in. So yeah, the Brady effect. I, I, I honestly think if it. you can, if you can get it's the Brady thing is a really good example. If you yeah. can get your quarterback to have a lower deal, that is, very it's smart because if it's a team friendly deal and 40 million is not team friendly, I'm sorry. It's just not 40 million is too much. If no. you can get, if you can get your 
quarterback at a t- really team friendly deal, like twenty five to thirty, um, and just pitch more incentives, but pitch championships. There you go. But the problem is most quarterbacks aren't going to go for it. So if San Fran can be smart, load up some other contracts. You're right, man. This could be the '80s, especially yeah. with McCaffrey only being like 27. If they yeah. could get a, they might be on a serious roll here. No. So, all right. So we're both picking, obviously, San Fran. I don't do score predictions with Bill. Um, we, we could we could touch on if that, but I, I would say I think they're going to shellack them. I think it's going to be 33. 17. Actually, they're going to by 16. I was thinking 31 17 was the first yeah, number. I 14. Came in mind. And you know, yes. like you said about the $40 million deal, Giants fan, how's that feel? No, <laughs> you already want to cut them. You want, you, you want them out. The Packers actually want to, like, I've seen stuff online. They want to pay love year by year. I'm like, that doesn't work that way, dude. Sorry. If he's even, if he's getting close to 30 TDs and even in this past happy NFL, you can't just keep asking the guy to take no. one of your deals. It's not going to happen. Sorry. You're going to alienate him and he's going to want out. So my him. game of the week, I got to go Dallas, Miami. What do you think the spread is on it without looking? The I'm Miami. On- I want to say that Miami is probably favored. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Correct. And is it going to be six points? Six point five? I was shocked. One and a half. One and a half? For Mm. Miami. But but here's the question. Is Tyreek playing? Let's look. No, he's still confirmed. At injuries. Questionable. Still questionable. I, you know, I think Dallas is going to take this. I mean, I know you're not really <laughs> look on your face when you did that. And here's why. I think Dallas is going to bounce back from this Buffalo game. Miami, we and you've already talked about, they have played nobody. I think they have a losing record against anyone that has a winning record. I think they beat Denver. Philly. Philly. Oh. Dallas. Dallas beat Philly. By Has Miami beaten anybody with a winning record? Denver. Yeah. That's it. That's it, and that's what they even, and, they're, and they're seven and seven, so that's what's sad. Yeah. For all the new people popped in, I see three. Welcome. We're on our picks part. Uh, we are on the second game of the week. So Denver's the only team that with a non-losing record that they've beaten. <laughs> Honestly, I've made the comparisons all year. I feel like Miami's complete frauds. And now without Tyreek, you know what? Even though Dallas has that dismal road record, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to pick Dallas. I no, think that I... they're going to... I think that Miami is so reliant on Tyreek Hill that they are going to, um, they're, they're not, they're, I just don't see it. I don't like, I think if Tyreek's not hundred percent, it really exposes their offense. How did they do last week? They just slack the jets, right? Yeah. They'd the be jets. But it's the jets. Yeah. What, but it's the jets, but it's the jets. Like, I'm exactly sorry. Like I don't take them seriously at all. They don't take themselves seriously. So, the only time you know, I'd be worried about the Jets if my mom was at the game and Zach Wilson was starting. That's about it. So Yeah, because he's going to take your mom home. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Miami is first in points. Dallas is second. Dallas is, after that stupid game, they're down to fifth on defense in points. Miami is 14th. In yards, though, you're facing, you're looking at it's it's just like the other matchup. It's two top tens on both sides. Dallas is sixth on offense. Miami is first. But I feel like this is a very good example of two teams that stat pad against bad teams, and then against good defenses, neither of them look special. And, and I just, I honestly don't believe in either team in the playoffs. I think 
Best case scenario for both teams, they win a game. Maybe Dallas goes to the conference championship and San Fran just makes them cry again because that's what's going to happen if they play them again. And you kind of nailed it. I mean, like every game that they played, I mean, they barely beat the Chargers. Uh, of course, we we talked about the Broncos being the one team that they beat uh, that has a winning record. But they pretty much feasted on teams that suck. Uh, the Panthers yeah. to beat 42 Very similar. Commanders, 45-15. They played the Jets twice. So whenever you look at those yards and that uh, how much points they score per game, you're looking at that. And, you know, yep. as far as the other games, they they didn't exactly get walked by the Chiefs, but they lost 21-14. Whenever they actually play again, and, of course, they lost to the Titans a couple weeks ago. So That was sad. I'm sorry. That was really <laughs> disappointing. The way they fell apart at the end, it's just, it's just like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. get it together. No, it, it, honestly, the one thing that gives me pause is Dallas on the road. They are three and four, and um, I don't believe in them either. Yeah. I'm looking at just overall Miami. The problem is Dallas's run D is 19th, and Miami is first, and they have mustard. That is the one way I could see Miami attacking Dallas effectively. And I think Hankins is out. He was out last week. Mm-hmm. He might be out again. That's their defensive That's tackle. Big, that does yeah. kind of scare me. And Hooker, their safety, is questionable. Mm-hmm. And Zach Martin now, he got banged up in that Buffalo game to add insult to the injury um, and how bad they played. That also well, they don't gives me a little like bit of pause either. on Dallas. Yeah. But Miami's got Xavier Howard questionable starting corner. Tyree Kills questionable. Obviously, we all know who he is. Well, they still got Jalen Waddle, who is more than capable of filling in that number one spot. So yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't transform the team like Hill. No. Um, no. with his speed. But you're right, Waddle's um there's a reason why they're one of the best receiver pairs in the league. It just, I think Hill helps make Waddle even more dynamic, honestly. Yeah. But Monster's at, he's at 966 yards on the year. I've got him in fantasy. Um, he's about to crack a thousand. That would be the way they attack Dallas effectively. If there's a path to them winning, I think that's that's their easiest, you know, road travel, that would think. Just crush it. Yeah. Just crush it down the middle. What's your uh, do you have any other games of the week? There's a couple other fun ones. Oh, I'm score prediction. Right Sorry. Now. Score prediction Dallas. I'm gonna say Dallas wins. Or not Buffalo. I wrote down last week. What am I doing? I'm gonna I go Dallas gonna wins a, that one. I think it's gonna be a close one. I think they win like 34 27. I was gonna go with 34 uh 31. I think it's gonna be Ooh. a one first game. I, I think, think they're going to yeah. yeah. I don't know what the over-under is on it, but uh, yeah. Oh, and Ramsey being back does scare me with the whole CD Lamb thing, but at least they've got Ferguson and, you know, if Pollard finally has a good game. It just sucks for Pollard because you could now you can kind of tell he was better as a complimentary explosive yeah. back last year, and he was effective in that role when he was mm-hmm. coming in and hitting the team. He was coming in and hitting the, the defense when they were already – softened by Zeke a lot of the right. time. And that's where he's better. So I almost wish that they would keep him and draft a running back. I think that that would be the best case scenario for them. While I like Dowdle, he's not the, I don't think he's what they need. Well, also, if you want to go see a, a game uh, with Dallas at Miami, you can get a uh, ticket for as low as $247. Well, there you go. That's yeah. actually not bad, surprisingly. It's actually not bad price for 
two 10 and four teams both <laughs> definitely making the playoffs. It's actually kind of surprising. Um, right. You have there one was, more game that you're talking was, about. There was, I'm looking really quick. Detroit There's, was one. Yeah, the only other one is that stupid sad one, and I don't think it's going to make my list of uh, contenders <laughs> of game of the week is was Jacksonville Tampa, but I'm not, I don't want to talk that one yet. Yeah. yeah, let's talk. Let's talk this Detroit Minnesota game. What are you thinking? What's the spread right now? The spread is ooh Yahoo's not giving it to me. What? Oh, there we go. Detroit's favored by three in Minnesota. Interesting. So we talked about the defense that is uh, Minnesota, how much it's improved and everything like that. Uh, Nate Mullins is that backup quarterback that can really spurt sometimes. And with a receiving tandem of Addison and Jefferson, they could actually keep this game close. But also at the same time, which golf are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that collapses like a, a cheap chair in the yard? Or do we get the one that showed out last week where he got 275 yards and five touchdowns? Now, granted, three of those touchdowns went to rookie superstar tight end Laporta. Uh, dude has just been balling out the whole year. Yeah, and yeah. He just He's put that offense at a different level. If they did not have him right now, I'll be honest, I don't think they'd be having the success they had. That's even with St. Brown. That's with Gibbs. That's with Montgomery. Uh, he's just opened it up so much. Um, three points, I could actually see Detroit taking that one. You know the funny thing is, is Minnesota's actually weak at, at home. Mm-hmm. They're two and four. And that actually was a stat that just scared me. And I think I'm actually going to go with you and go Detroit. I'm a little worried about Minnesota's D. They almost pulled out that game against Cincinnati with that awesome T. Higgins sketch we didn't get to get into. And I'm super yeah. impressed with Browning. He took it personally. Browning took it personally that they cut him. And you could tell. It was the difference. He showed up. Um, and they were. it was just enough with... Higgins, I, I love the guy. He's an awesome receiver. Um, I do think Detroit is going to continue to be on roll, but I think it's going to matter what Goff does. Minnesota's D has been tough, and they do have Jefferson and Addison coming back, but I'm looking at the injuries really quick. And Jefferson's we, back. Yeah, Madison's out, but Chandler looked great for them last I was week. I so Chandler looked good too. This is going to be this is going to be interesting. Detroit looks pretty healthy. Um, I think they roll. I do. I think they're a good team on the road. I think they're going to take this one seriously after that Denver game. They needed that. It mm-hmm. might get them back on track for a minute. I'm going to go Detroit with you. I'm going to say I think they win it pretty handily, too. Yeah. I'm going to give the three points. I'm going to say I think they win by 10. We'll go um, 27-17. I don't think they're going to win it by that much. I think that, you know, when you look at the three points and everything, I think that they're going to eat this one out because if there is a game that I think Detroit will lose, it will be this one. But I think they're going to win straight up, not really taking the spread. I would say probably uh, 23-21. Sounds good. Okay, now something I like to do with Bill. Let's roll some. Let's roll through some easy one, the locks, and then we'll debate the rest, okay? All right. My one of my locks for the week. Well, actually, why don't you give why do you take one? You got any locks that you think are absolutely gonna happen? I, it's actually a tough week, actually. Well, I would uh, if Ritter was still the uh because Tyler Henke is now the starting quarterback in Atlanta for this game, I would have probably went with Indianapolis as a lock uh over Atlanta. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even with Ritter's mm-hmm. record at home, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually I don't blame you, dude. Say, I don't blame you. Well, one lock that we already kind of talked about was San Francisco. The Las Vegas Kansas City game will be a good, good close one. I see Denver beating New England. That would be my lock. Oh, that's a good one. I hadn't even thought of that one. I'll go with you on that. I think I think Denver is going to be mad after that loss. And I think New England, as decent as they are on defense, uh, I think that they're one of the worst teams in the league, and I just don't see it consistently. So I'm going to go with you on that one. So we'll go Denver, okay? I think they win it by, I don't even know a score. I think they're going to win it pretty handily. Let's see. What's the odd on that one? Denver is favored. And it's at my high. By six and a half, and I think they take it by they could take 10, it by ten. Yeah. Ten to fourteen. I think they went by ten to fourteen points. Uh, my yeah. lock for the week, and that while we call it a lock is it's just one I kind of skip. My yeah. lock for the week, and there might be a couple more. Um, I think I do think KC is gonna roll Las Vegas. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, man. I th- I just think they do. You agree with that on that one? I, they're I ten point KC favorites in KC. I'm not a massive you know KC fan this year. Their receivers no. are struggling, but I do think another lock. I would. Say I do would think be... I do think they figured it out. Yeah, I think I they think figured it out. I the ten point favorites. I think they might even cover. Yeah. As much as I like Pierce, I just don't believe in them. Okay, so that was mine. You got another one. Uh, Los Angeles Rams over the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, two seven and seven teams, but I don't believe in the Saints either. Let me get their road record really quick. Hold on, let me look at that one. The Saints on the road are only three and four, and the Rams at home are only four and three. But I really like the way the Rams are playing. I don't know if I would have considered it a lock, but I could absolutely see it. And I was I was gonna pick the Rams. I like the way they're playing with Kyron Williams. They're yeah. coming together. Olave's still questionable. Um they've so got some injuries. Kamara is pretty much the only weapon they Donald have. Donald is questionable. Card. Donald is questionable. Really? He'll but play. it was rest. It was rest. He'll play. Two two Atwell, concussion that hurts a little. He's their number two. Yeah. Well, no, no, they've got Cup. He's their three. Uh they got Nakua and Cup. Um, I like Kyron Williams. I actually agree. I think the Rams are better. I think they win this game. I'm gonna go Rams. Okay, New Orleans. I think they. I think they win by like ten. I don't believe in the Rams or the Saints. I think the Rams are actually a sneaky tough team in the NFC. They proved it against Baltimore. They almost beat them. I think mm-hmm. yeah. They need this win too to make the playoffs. Okay, I got one. Locks. We're still on locks. Yep. Um, I know it probably shouldn't be a lock, but I think Philly rebounds against the Giants. I think they're going to be ticked. I think you're right. They're, it's in it's in Philly. I think they're going to respond. They're 11 and a half point favorites, and I think they're going to respond with some authority and try to remind people that they're a good team, even though they actually might not be. They're DVOA and they're defensively. They're just not as good as this year. But I think that they're going to be ticked off at home, and they're going to – it's 11 and a half. I think they might even cover it. I, I like DeVito. Maybe the Giants find a way to muck it up and keep it close, but I think Philly, if they if they have anything, they're going to show up hard for this game. I agree with might you. Might be like that. a twenty. It might be like a twenty-one point win. No, I can see that. Um, I don't know if I have any other ones. Do you have any other locks? Hmm. Looking. Not since he Pittsburgh. It's too close. 
Oh, Buffalo against Oh, the yeah. <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by, it's in LA, which is weird to say. It's like Washington with the commanders. Yeah. Um, They're favored by 12 on the road. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. Yeah. We better get these locks this week, man. Bill's going to be ticked when I talk to him. Let's go Buffalo. Right. Okay. I agree with both um, let me run through the rest. We're actually halfway done with the picks already. Let's just see if there's any other ones we feel pretty good about. Green Bay at Carolina. We're gonna have to talk that one in a minute. Uh, I don't know, man. The way they they're playing. Green Bay is favored by four and a half on the road. <laughs> Bill, I think was gonna try to talk me into Carolina. Really. Yeah. Now, when y'all do y'all picks, do you do it with a spread or no? No, it's just straight up. Okay. Here's my question, okay? Yeah. Green Bay, if if the right Green Bay team shows up, it's a question like it's kind of like golf now. Which Green Bay is going to show up? Because they've been wildly have had some wild highs, a few of them, and some really bad lows. And Carolina did just find a way to beat Atlanta. So hmm. Green Bay is probably, unfortunately, around the same level as Atlanta. So they're fully capable of winning this stupid game. But I just can't with my right sense. I don't know if I'm calling it a lock, but I just can't with my right sense pick Carolina in a game. I can't do it. I just can't. No, like I, I think Green Bay, Carolina doesn't Green have the Bay. weapons to expose us, and I think Love will make enough plays with the receivers that he has and Jones back to win the game. I think I think Green Bay has a better offense than Atlanta, and Carolina, they, when they sure. first came into this, se- this season, they said that uh, they had a better defense, and it, it just hasn't shown. No, twenty uh, ninth. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. surprisingly Carolina's third in yards. Can you believe that? Well, they. they oh get, my gosh! Because they're twenty ninth in points and third in yards. So Am I Carolina at the right team? is third. I look at the right team. Against? Yeah, Carolina's third in total yards defensively, third in passing, twentieth in rushing, but twenty ninth in points. How is that possible? Turnovers. Yeah, the offense, which I think could happen today or on whenever they play. I'm still going Green Bay. I still I'll go it. Green Bay on that one. Um, I'm looking through the rest really quick. Don't know what's going to happen with Houston's quarterback. That matters. Um, if Stroud we is Den- in. We, we picked Denver. So I'm going to go backwards. We took San Fran. We took Philly. We took the Chiefs. We took yep. Denver. We took Dallas. Right? Yeah. Yep. Arizona, Chicago. Mm. Crap fest. It is. I think Chicago. I, I honestly think Chicago takes that game. It's in I Chicago. It. I don't see Arizona. I agree with it because Arizona's defense ain't, ain't that great. And I think that the Bears defense has improved steadily over the last three weeks. That's just not me talking as a Bears fan. But Kyler Murray is one of those uh, quarterbacks that I've looked at with kind of like a raised eyebrow. Like, is he going to be able to do it? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be not able to do it? And, yeah. I mean, he had, he's come back and he's helped them win a game. But, you know, that's exactly it. It's a game. And But, yeah, no, I think Chicago's going to take that one. Oh, my gosh. I think Bill's here. What's up, Bill? Hold on. Bill, are you here? It says no video. Hold on. Let me try to get him in. Dang it. You might have been right on the two-person thing. 
Hold on. I'm trying to get him in. It says no camera. He's here. Hold on. How do I add him to the stage? Dang it. I have to. I don't think it actually lets me have three people. Yeah, go, Bears, go. <laughs> no, it just. Hold on. Participants. Did I, did I hear, hear a Go, Bears, go? <laughs> I love it. Bill, if you want to join, let me know. I'll try to get you on the stage, okay? Type it in or something or text me. <laughs> I'm happy you're watching. We're making our picks. And if you're up for it later in the week, if you're feeling up for it, we'll do our pickup show. We'll just do just pick them. Um, it's not letting me. I think you might have been right on the two participants thing. Yeah. It's not letting me. No, it's not letting me get him in. Hold on. It, it sounds like chat. I've been spending $20. I hear money. you, but no audio. Cool. Sure, no options. I'll just Super turn it on to chat so that way I can tell you what Bill says. Okay, cool. That sounds good. No worries, Bill. We're almost done. We're, we're, we're at the end of the – we're near the end of our picks. I hope you feel better, by the way, Bill. Yeah, I hope you feel better. We're gonna. If you're feeling up for it, the wife's sick. We'll do our pick 'em episode, okay? Me and you. We got to talk about how crappy we did, and mm. me and uh, me and Med, who's awesome, we're running through them. No problem. Thanks, man. Sorry, Bill. I'm sorry we went nine and seven too. It sucked. Um, I'm gonna call you right. Now. I'm gonna eat because I'm starving. But we're gonna. Um, plus, I it's because I worked out. That's my problem. <laughs> I worked out. Now I'm hungry. My appetite's stirring. It's it's, it's killing me. Um, okay, so we're thinking Bears. I don't believe in Kyler Murray either, but I would love to see him with Marvin Harrison Jr. That'd be fun. But I, I just, Murray's, yeah. Marquise Brown's questionable too. Um, the Bears yeah, don't have any significant bad. injuries other than Sewell. And I, not that they're significantly better, but they've definitely been playing better. What are you thinking, Bill? Bears? All right, Bill. It. Hey, I'm going to read my picks to you since you just hopped in. Tell me what you think, okay? Bill, and it's also, it's on Facebook right now. I'm going to go back to the thing if you were typing. Bill, tell me what you think of our picks. We took 49ers over the Ravens. San Fran or Baltimore, Bill, what do you think? Dallas, Miami. We took Dallas, even though it's on the road. We don't believe in Miami. You went okay? with Niners. Okay, we took Dallas over Miami so far. We're going to talk on our picks. We did take Detroit even on the road. Minnesota's got a 2-4 and four home record. We took Detroit. So, so far we got San Fran, Dallas, and Detroit. Tell me what you think, okay? Yeah, sorry that we, sorry that you weren't here, man. I miss it. Hold on. What do you say? I'll, I'll tell you, Cowboys. Okay. What do you say in Detroit? Uh, yes, I'm curious. Detroit, Detroit Minnesota. We took Detroit, man. We've got a few left, and then that's going to be it. We went with the Lions. Okay. With New England, Denver, we took Denver. And Vegas, KC, we took KC. We went through our locks in the games of the week first. So Denver, KC, Bill. He went with Broncos. He hasn't okay. got the uh, Raiders yet. Okay. KC. I still, don't know. I still don't know why it's not letting me in, letting him in. I think you're right. I think I can only have one person on. That's mm -hmm. stupid. That sucks. I think StreamYard does limit you. It says six on screen. But it's not even giving me an option to bring him in, which stinks. You said no words. It's stupid. It's stream yard free. I'm trying to be cheap. Okay, Casey. Okay, we took the Rams, Bill. 
and the Eagles. He said he could practice his diving skills. <laughs> so we took the Rams over the Saints, and we took the Eagles over the Giants. We think Philly rebounds. What do you think, Bill? You good with both of those? Yeah. Eagles. We're still gonna I'm still gonna call you and if you're down, we're still doing our show. Hell I'm yeah, not cutting you out, man. Hold on. And Rams. Eagles, Rams. Go. Practice my typing skills. I love that. Okay, then we took you're gonna hate me, Bill. Not on this one. We took Buffalo. We think they dominate the Chargers. Curious what you think on that one. Yep. Bill's Dude, I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't with my right mind take Carolina <laughs> as bad as Green Bay looks. We did go, we did go Green Bay. Go pack. It's it's freaking Carolina. <laughs> okay, thank you. We took the Bears, Bill, over, and then you can hear the rest of them. We're gonna finish yep. them right now. We took the Bears over the Cardinals. What do you think? Yep, he went with the he pack said, and he went with the Bears. I like it. Okay, let's finish them up. Um Jackson all right, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Oh. I think Cincinnati pulls that out with Browning. What do you think? I agree because they are starting Matt Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah, no thanks. No <laughs> thanks. You win that game, good for you. I'm going Cincy. That one's pretty easy. Browning's actually been pretty good. He's starting to, if he continues this for a few more weeks, he might earn himself some uh, a starting gig next year. Good mm-hmm. backup money. Bill, you agree? He's got. He's in the. He's with chat. Bengals. Nice. Okay, Buffalo, we got that one. Indy, Atlanta. I'm, I'm rolling Indy. This you? is a tricky one. This because is hard. Like I said, Hinky is going to be starting, and he adds a different a dimension to it. But yes, Gunner Minshew has just been amazing uh, Indianapolis for me. Yeah. He hates I gotta Falcons go- or Colts. Damn both. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said he hates them both. Are you going to roll the dice on this one, uh, Bill? Should we roll, Bill? Should we roll? Can you roll? Let's He's roll rolling them. the dice. He hit what a yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, let's roll. I'm going to go even for the Colts because I think they're going to win. What'd you get, Bill? This is fun having him in the background, at least. I'm, even. I'm happy he's here. Then I said, what I say? Odd? You said even. Okay. So we're going Indy. All right. Indy it is, Bill. Good. We had to roll on one. All right. Let's go. I just think Indy's a better team. Their offense is so much better. But it's flipped. Indy's eighth in points. Atlanta's it's almost a complete reversal. Indy's eighth in points. Atlanta's twenty sixth in defense and offense in points. But on defense, Atlanta's eighth in points and Indy's twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. So it's like a reversal. I, I just don't like it. It's he a stay also, away. He also likes the Browns, which I agree with because it depends on if uh, he said it's the Flacco incentive. I say it's CJ Stroud if he can play or not. Yeah. But I will say Cleveland on the on the road, their defense isn't as good. It doesn't travel as well. Yeah. So this is going to matter, Bill. We might have to, unfortunately, on Christmas Eve, might have to text a little bit. I'm going to go Cleveland with you, Bill. I agree. Okay, I think we've got Uno, Dos, Tres, Cuatro, Cinco, Seis, Siete. Yeah, Seattle and Tennessee. Hold on. Wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen. We're missing three games. Uh, uh, Seattle at Je- Tennessee. He went with the Titans. Hmm. That is tough, man. That's a tough. Um, one Seattle's favored by two and a half, and I'm wondering if they just woke up. <laughs> I don't know. This is another reversal. Seattle's 18th on offense. Tennessee's 26th on defense. Tennessee is Tennessee's good 17th. On Seattle's 24th. Oh, really? What did Bill say? 
Bill's really good. I wish we had a Bill went with the Titans. Just the Super Bowl. Love it. <laughs> he said Titans. What are you thinking? I could see it. I could see the Titans. Drew Locke, if 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 Gino's not playing, you know what? Forget it. Let's go Titans. I'm good with it. Seattle's slightly favored. I could easily see Tennessee win this game. At home. They're going to be ticked off. Seattle's favored by two and a half. I could see it. Let's do it. And then uh, Washington against the Jets. He went with Jets. I would actually go with Washington. It's, but it's Jets not my are favored money. by three. Washington has lost. They played the Rams tight. Washington lost before that to Miami by thirty, to Dallas by thirty-five, to the Giants by twelve, and Seattle by three. So they were only in. You know what? A one-score game twice. Bill by the Jets. <laughs> But, what did Bill you know, say? Bill said Jets to the Super Bowl, but they have Boyle, who is their uh, who's going to be so their quarterback, and that that is just scary, dude. I think I, I I'm actually thinking Washington. I'm thinking Washington too, personally. I, like I don't trust now. the quarterback. I don't trust the quarterback. So we're going Washington, and then that stupid Jags game. That's the last one, right? Yeah. Uh, he went with the Jags. Now, if. Earlier today, Bill, I, I simply just straight out said it. Jacksonville, to me, is the softest division leader in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tampa Bay, in my opinion, they've just been playing really well. Uh, in this case, it's Jacksonville at Tampa Bay, me personally. Bill went Jacksonville. I want Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm actually leaning Tampa, too. I don't see it. Kirk is out. And that has really screwed their offense. So I'm actually going to Tampa as well. All right, Bill, we're going to recap the picks. Tell me if you've got any other ones, but I'm going to, I'm starving. So after we wrap up here in a little bit, I'm going to eat and then I'll give you a buzz and med. Thank you for standing in, man. And just no joining. Problem. Now I know we can only have one person on stupid Scott uh, stream yard, <laughs> which sucks. So I'll have to decide if I'm going to pay for a month for the mock draft thing. I'll think about it. Uh, um, I'm a little ticked because it says online. It says online six people, but it, what it means is four in the bra- background, which is bull. So it's still a cool service. It just stinks. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Okay, Bill, we've got San Fran, Dallas, Detroit winning. We've got Denver, Casey, the Rams, Philly, Buffalo, Green Bay, Chicago, Cincy, Indy, Cleveland, Tennessee, Washington, and Tampa. Bill, if you are feeling better, me and you are going to do a show this week because I can't not do a show with you, man. Um, I am going to, if the wife's sick, I'm going to join shots tomorrow. So we'll figure it out. What do you think of all those picks? 16 and 0. Boom. He said 730. 16 and 0. I like that. What does he mean on the 730 thing? I don't understand it. I'll call you at 730. He probably means call him. Yeah, he probably means call him now. Call him in 20 minutes. Guys, uh, I have so much more I could say, but um, I think we're just going to have to do this again. Yeah. If you're cool with it, because this was I'm cool with it. I like talking sports. Yeah, this is your your fun person to talk sports with. Bill, I hope you go check out the rest of the episode. Um, I'm hoping we win these picks. We were nine and seven last week. Bill has the breakdown of how crappy we're at. <laughs> Y'all sound great. Thanks, man. Yes. Bill said, call me. I think he means at 730. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I, the listeners, yeah. it's actually been getting some good run. I'm going to drop some numbers for you, man. I'm kind of impressed, okay? What's some viewing numbers. And then I've got one little comment thing I want to bring up from a Packers page. Um, Bill, I'm pretty impressed, too. What did he say? Hold on. 
cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On Rumble, now they're not just straight. Raw views means somebody saw it for a second. My videos are up to over 113 hits on there, which is more than on YouTube. Well, it's actually not more than YouTube. But the raw views, all of them combined are almost 2,000, which means people that saw it for a second. Med, our episode has had 362 eyeballs on it. Really? From last week. Nice. Bill, cool. our episode has 375. The pick up the, the the packer, the one where you ran the cheese head. 375 with that's the last non-live one we did. The one with your son, Bill, Will has on just on rumble has 458 views it's hot it's hot hot. our episode our college football is 272 and three thumbs ups it means people actually clicked on it and watched it it's pretty awesome my (laughs) episode my dad is at (laughs) money my episode my dad's at 180 and the bill the it it took a couple days to get them verified the episode with the uh the patriots guy is only at 91 but check this out i'm gonna bring up youtube and just for the viewers to this is a thank you because this is awesome and it's the video is helping to start to take off spotify you can add a few hits i gotta see what bill said money Money. we gotta get over a thousand for some money but you know we're getting there getting there uh bill i got a story for you about frozen tundra afterwards too i already told med that's gonna be fun um wow the episode with the patriots guy on youtube's up to 25 hits already in only less than two days that's not bad not bad. That's actually not bad. I'm surprised it jumped. My and, episode, uh, my dad has 22. The the college pick'em with Bill is 23. The I don't know what happened. The first show with Will, the live one, has 27. Med, our episode is 60. The one right now. Yeah, and the mm. Bill from two weeks ago, ours has 70 on YouTube. But this is where I was absolutely nuts. This was just like crazy to me. When I looked on Facebook. Um, hold on. I got to go to the right, the fun football podcast page. Hold on. The new ones are, are getting over a hundred as well, but this was, I was thoroughly like, just very, I want to say thank you to the fans because that's what I'm, why I'm reading all this stuff right now. Uh, on Facebook, let me get to the video. Hold on. So there's also something else that we've talked 200 about. 200 college football special bill. It's at 200. And the one with, with Will has 242 on Facebook. Matt, I haven't put ours up yet. I don't know how to do it because oh, we didn't did. record it live on Facebook. So just viewing numbers, I'm just really thankful. Some of them over 700. So thank you. And for the people that are actually still on and listening to us besides Bill and, you know. I think it's just Bill. Yeah. The one other person's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, too. Uh, We actually are talking about doing a mock draft with a few other podcasters. Yeah, um, man. It might be audio only or video, and then we upload it. Streamer sucks, but. I mean, I'm on a look into, like, you know, talking to. uh, Chris, thanks for seeing that. Chris, Chris. the one who did the interview with me, I'll send it to you. I did an interview with him. It was fun. He's been watching this whole episode, so thanks, man. I hope you liked it. We had fun. We went a little off script, but it was. I had a lot of fun talking sports with Med is fun. Um, So yeah, sorry, Med. Break down our college thing that we're talking about. Uh, college thing. Oh, our our draft, our mock draft. Oh yeah. So what we're going to be doing is uh, we're talking about maybe getting ten guys together. 
possibly, of course, we can try to get our own teams. But I know in some cases, like you and Isaac will not be able to draft for the Packers together. So you all have to, like, have a little fight or whatever, maybe a thumb wrestling match. But uh, <laughs> I think it would be really cool to get 10 people together, draft the way that we think that they would. I don't even have to pick the Bears, even though I know what the Bears would want. But Bill, Bill says he wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll each one of us will have three teams, and we'll try to split it up to where, uh, you know, if you can get your favorite team, cool. Uh, but you're also going to get some teams that you're going to have to honestly say this is what they need to actually get better. Uh, we, I've also talked to Isaac about doing an all-time fantasy fantasy football draft in which we're going to be taking stars from yesteryear. We're talking from the 1980s all the way up to retiring three years ago, and we'll have some wild cards for this year's players like Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, but they're going up against other people like Barry Sanders, Sterling Sharp, who is, in my opinion, Frozen Tundra, the greatest receiver that the Packers have ever had, if it wasn't for Sterling him. Sharp. Oh, yeah. Sterling, Sterling Sharp. Sharp. Just prime, you got to go Sharp. If it's all career, then you can bring some other guys into the mix. Like, uh, you could put like in longevity. Driver, but I mean, still, I mean, St Sterling Sharp, if you did not have that neck injury, he would have been a top five receiver. Bar he nine. was challenging Irvin for the position in Rice yeah. for the position of top receiver in the league. And Irvin was special. Mm -hmm. And we all know Jerry Rice is the greatest, but Sharp scared people. And yeah. it wasn't just because he had Favre throwing him the ball. Exactly. I remember it. I was young. I've watched highlights on him. You I'm actually have... going to later tonight. Before... I'm going to go watch some highlights on him. Be Before you, you had Brett Favre, you had Dan, the magic man, Marjorowski. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Bill says Owens and Peyton. I like it a lot. Yeah. Owens and Peyton. Yeah. I mean, and cool thing is uh, one other thing for all the other football fans. If you ever get a chance to go to Canon and watch one of your favorite players get inducted to the Hall of Fame, I went and watched Peyton Manning get inducted. Not a Colts fan, not a Broncos fan, but I wanted to see him get in. It's worth it awesome the whole week was like a tailgate extravaganza it's amazing that's uh, pretty legit so i would love to check that out that'd be fun dude what did bill cool. say hold on i gotta see what bill said and then i'm gonna add a packers thing he said nice okay yeah. i would love to go to canon man i i wish i had more money but yeah that's uh that's kind of a uh bucket list bucket list item honestly honestly i had a bucket list item to go to all 32 stadiums and going That'd with the wife cool. to the Packers. I was a little distracted with some work crap, but I'd like to make it back. That'd be amazing. I'm only trying um, to go to Soldier Field before they tear it down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, you know, see uh, Aaron Rodgers home away from home. Exactly. That would be legit. We should do discount it. double checks. I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to find my, Oh, wait, wait. I just got to go to notifications. I'm trying to find some comments. I'm only going to read a few. I said I had a fun debate on Frozen Tundra Network in a Packer fan zone. I'm going to join some other ones, but uh, Packers games on my bucket list and to see Lambeau, Chris said. I like it. I agree, man. Go. It's worth it. They've added a lot to the whole Titletown District's fun, but just you got to do it. Have cool. some cheese curds, too. And I can name some places in Green Bay. I gave some recommendations to uh, oh, yeah. the guy who actually does Locked On Chargers podcast, and he reached back out to me, say thank you. And I gave him uh, the cream, the creamery, and uh, it's a breakfast spot in downtown Green Bay. It's legit. Right. And then um, AJ's uh, Burgers downtown were really good, and they had the best cheese curds I found there. 
I tried like three or four different places because you got to have cheese curds. Oh, dude, I had Zoom team for the first time. Uh, My wife, we went up to uh, St. Joseph, Michigan, and they actually had poutine, and that stuff was amazing. There you go. Hey, okay, totally off script. If you ever go past Green Bay to the Upper Peninsula Peninsula of Michigan, I'll have to text it to you. This is making me start. I'm already hungry. Kudigi, I'll say, I'll tell I'm going to, oh, man. Robert Bertana, the guy from the Frozen Tundra, made a comment on my thing. Oh, the one who yelled at me. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you hear <laughs> okay, the story, I'm going to read what he said in a second, but <laughs> you got to try Kudigi, and they have some of the best pizza I've had in the country up there. They, It's freaking amazing. Now, the fish is obviously good, but that stuff is... That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. 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 Millie Goats actually just reached out about tonight, maybe... But I'm like, I just did a show. I'm going to talk to him in a minute. M- Millie Goats is a good show, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to ADD brain. Let's get back to... Okay. Yeah. Fun debate on the Frozen Tundra Network. Here's what I said, Bill, if you're still here. I said, obviously, Barry needs to go because we had a whole thing. And, Bill, I've got a whole thing I'm going to tell you about, okay? Um, You're good. You text me. Obviously, Barry needs to go. Beyond that, what do you think of the players on defense? I want us to make some upgrades. I see some talent. But no one besides Gary jumps off the screen to me. And honestly, Gary's even up and down. Alexander is healthy, but he hasn't been. If we make some, want to make moves towards contention in the future, we need to get a beast on defense. We need difference makers. I see a ton of first-round capital, but no one really special. And that's just how I feel. I could be wrong. We could get a DC and look amazing. I don't see it, though. Uh, Charles Woodson, we had a Super Bowl win. Reggie White. Super Bowl win. And then we went out and we got both Smiths on defense and Amos. We are at least contenders on defense. So we know Goot is willing to spend on defense and historically the Packers, when the price is right, they do it. If the price is right in the draft or the free agency, here's what I said, let's do it. What y'all think? Time to be aggressive. Robert, the guy from Frozen Tundra said, we have great talent. We just have clueless, a, a clueless leadership. Fireberry Get a real DC, and then we can talk about what talent we already have. I'm pretty sure you're underrating the players we already have. We already know how I feel about that, and that's why I brought it up. We talked about it earlier too. Love it, man. I don't agree. I'm sorry, I just don't. Um, I did see the majority of the comments said the DC uh, is the problem, and the players are frustrated. Couple guys. One guy said, "I think you're Trent. You're spot on. The great teams have transcendent talent, and that's my mm-hmm. argument." But in general, they said aggressiveness, and they say we have young talent. And I'm sorry, there are levels to this. Quay Walker is not on Fred Warner's level, and he's never going to be. No. So if you can be realistic about it and understand that we have – we, I'm not saying they're scrubs, but like the Bears, when they traded Roquan Smith, they took a step back. We did. For a minute. They're actually starting to come back. But yeah. getting rid of – that was so weird to me, to get rid of Roquan Smith and to get Edwards. Like – I don't understand the sense there. What they didn't want to do is they didn't want to pay uh, Roquan Smith the money he was owed. Yes. I mean, that's but really what they down. But then again, you know, what they did, yeah. they went in and got Terrell Edmonds afterwards, who, if I didn't have Roquan Smith, at least that's the guy I would want. Uh, that's not Fred Warner, but that's the guy I would want. Um you know, it's one of those deals. I mean, you could look at what's going on with Buffalo right now, and you could actually point at the fact that they don't have Thrill Edmonds anymore. Uh, I agree. Cool. You know, they're, they mask, they're masking it well, but Milano being out, too, has really screwed them because uh, now you're down two linebackers that are special. It's just like – it's 
people want to underestimate linebackers like Philly's done this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but you can't oh. just build your defense front and back. The middle matters. Yeah. No, TJ Edwards was definitely a uh, loss on their part. I mean, we have, I don't think he's really done much for us this year, but that's just me. But at the same time, you know, what I'm hoping for is that we can actually start competing against y'all again. Because, <laughs> you know, right, right now, it's just that we, that to me, a rivalry is a is a uh, a series of games where it's close and you really don't know who's going to win. <laughs> and y'all just basically just been taking us to the behind the shed really the last few years. And you know it is. Yeah, what it unfortunately, is, but... I'm sorry, man. It really no, has to be. Apologize. I mean, I understand you sit out there with your bratwurst with your little barrel with the big G on it. And... Hey, man, <laughs> you had some brats at Lamb in front of Lambeau. I actually have. I oh, did yeah. not. Ta- you know, if I go back, I am tailgating, and I don't even mean I don't need a drink. I want to have some brats and have some good oh, yeah. food. Like, give me some good food. I'm all about it. I could talk food with you all day. We could like have a food podcast. I could oh. do that. Your coffee that's telling you about Frederick's. Oh yeah, Meyer brand, Michigan cherry. Give me that. Hold on, I'm writing it down. <laughs> Give me that one more. Or you know what? You know, just text to me. Let's do that. Yeah, I'll, ch- I'll text it to you. All right, um, guys, this was actually our longest episode, and I kind of want to keep going, but I'm getting hungry. I want to say cr- thanks to Chris for watching, Bill for hopping in the chat, thanks, uh, Joe. I would love to cut it up with you. Uh, mm. We might have to do a backer episode, man. You're awesome. And uh, I hope you join us for um, our mock draft stuff. Also, man, just so you know, what I'd like to do is those mock drafts, but I'd like to do some other draft previews. I think we're going to have a series of episodes. So we'll we'll chat off air about it. But um, yeah. viewers, I might, I was going to take a break, but I might be back with an episode with Bill or a possible, this is in the making. We will see it's in the works, potentially, you know, the wife is sick, so I, I can't really spend time with her right now. Anyways, there might be a fantasy football special. Me and my dad face each other. Uh, I'm going to give you all a little preview of that really quick, and then we're going to let you all go. Okay, so me and my dad play. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. We both have injuries. That suck. Drama. <laughs> Drama! <laughs> uh, hold on, i got to find the thing. And hold on, if I, if I could play some music for you real quick. I need to get work on my my video and music game. I really do. Okay, hold on. Ah, wait, it was there. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm trying to get to this. It's I don't know where it is on the website. I'm trying to get to the there it is. Schedule. Yes. Hold on. My dad won. Okay, here we go. Come on, pull it up. Be the right thing. Be the right thing. My dad took all of his starters out. <laughs> he does this crap. Okay. Well, thanks, Dad. You made it harder on me. Um, he he takes all the starters out, so no, you, you don't know what you're playing against. Okay, so I've got C.J. Stroud at quarterback. Big problem because he could be out, you know, and he's playing Cleveland. But it is Cleveland in Houston. There's the music. I like it. There we go. So I've got C.J. Stroud. I've got the biggest the biggest dilemma on my team is I've got Stroud injured and I'm gonna have to make a call at tight end. I think I'm gonna throw Tucker Craft in. I made a savvy move and picked him up when Musgrave went out for the season. And I picked up, if you can believe this, just in case Gino can't go and yep. Stroud, they both were out this week. I wouldn't I wouldn't picked up Joe Flacco. <laughs> 
I don't know about that one. <laughs> if I have to start Joe Flacco, if, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. If I start Joe Flacco and beat my dad, he's never gonna shut up about it. It'll be great. He actually has Jordan Love against may, that he might have to start against Carolina. Uh, he has he has Trevor Lawrence, but he's got some problems. Chase is hurt and Olave is hurt, so he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so for the few, for the just to tease, even though I know we're almost two and a half hours in, for anybody that stuck with us here, Trooper, this was our longest episode yet, but we had fun. And I'll be back later this week with the Fun Football Podcast. That's Check out Shots from the Sideline. Yeah. Med is the best. Uh, there will be more future episodes to come. And I may be on their show tomorrow. So it's yeah. not live, but check them out on Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere where you get your podcast. And uh, we will be, I will be talking to Seth later, see if we get some money up. And we'll definitely be doing live content like this as well. Cool. Well, you can do it too uh, from different locations like mm-hmm. we do. But yeah, I've been trying to keep it free because it's freaking 30 bucks a month if you don't pay by the year. So. You know, StreamYard is awesome for putting this up and having the service that yeah. I can use and many others. So I appreciate it. But thank you for listening to this episode of the Fun Football Podcast. This was episode number 28. Uh, I had a lot of fun and I may be back with another episode this week. But if not the latest, you'll see me right after Christmas. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. There, guys. See you guys. <laughs>